Hey y'all, the following program is intended for mature adult audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. You have been warned. Thank you. Welcome to Flavored Enemy Legacies, A Court of Frost. In tonight's legacy, we will begin before the beginning. We open with three remarkable individuals and one uh, very interesting situation. Starting off with Sergei. Sergei, you are outside the Black Tower in the village doing your usual duties as you swing your blade through the neck of a follower of the Bane. The head stops mid-roll as time freezes around you. You see a flurry of white feathers as they fall to the ground. You are face to face with your liege lord. His pale complexion, white hair, vibrant red eyes, and white wings. Him adorned in the black leather armor, wraps and buckles all over, bow across his back. The darkened looks to you. Greetings, Sergei. Uh, do, do you want me to describe Sergei for the audience right now, or...? Yes, please. <clears throat> uh, Sergei is, um... Uh, about... 5 foot 10 right now. He... Um, is covered head to toe in this black armor. The helmet is decorated with a skull. Um... Or the face mask is that of a skull. And when he takes it off, you see uh, a man probably in... He might have been 20 at some point originally, but you can see that he has been aged not by time, but by grief. You can just kind of see it in his face and in his somewhat vacant red eyes. Uh, he has a long black hair that were kind of slick under the helmet. Uh, he uh, has a dark kind of tan, or yeah, a dark tan complexion. And he looks up to his liege lord and then immediately drops to one knee. And then his head kind of tilts and he snarls, But all of you shut up, we're talking to the darkened right now. And and if you were standing next to them, you'd just hear the barking and howling of wolves. Please, shut up, all of you. Come on, shut up, shut up, shut up. My lord. You have been at work, I see. Someone needs to bring home the curses that the people place upon those infernal mages. Yes. Yes, I agree. Which is why I have a special mission for you. One that I could use your insight and expertise on. If it is your will. Unless it is, I'm... of course, you're too busy here. I... I would ask that you watch them while I am gone, or send someone to watch them while I am gone, but... Oh. If it is your will, 
then indeed I will go. Because mm. it was only by the strength you gave me that I punished them originally. Uh, as he looks to the severed head and the body laying on the floor. Well, in the meantime, as he you see him grab into the flesh, the flesh kind of bending around his fingers, kind of giving way like hands sticking into putty, grabs the spine and props him up, sticks the head back on, and throws a noose around the neck. As you see the skin turn blue and pallid, and the eyes turn white. Now, it seems that uh, this one might uh, enjoy a few weeks of servitude. As he creates a long sword out of spectral black uh, shadow mm. and smoke and hands it to the revenant. Do, do you need what remains of his soul? I mean, the wolves are currently eating it, but I'm pretty sure I could fight them and no. grab it for you. No, it's okay. He's only a puppet after all. No, share, share, quit, quit hogging it, come on. It is so difficult to have an entire pack of wolves living in your head. Yes, I imagine. Now, you are off to the winterlands of Arcadia. Indeed I shall. It is there that I wish for you to report on the engagement party. And he disappears with a flurry of feathers. It, engagement party? Um, okay. Now, how do I get to Arcadia? <laughs> and he just starts looking around as if he'll find the answer. <laughs> and with that, we head over to Briar. Briar, you are currently um, enjoying a rather peaceful bit of time on the porch reading through a nice new volume when Gamani comes out sits right plump next to you and starts talking for a very long time about everything that is wrong with putting the pieces done by Count Maris next to the pieces done by Edric Elrond. And there's so much wrong about it and she just is continuously talking and you're having a hard time focusing on what it is she's saying while focusing it on the things that you're reading. Could you describe yourself and what it is you're doing in this particular moment? Yes, so Briar um, is very quite small next to his... Um, his uh, partner Gamani as he stands nary a foot um, including his hair um, spiked uh, anime style hair with sort of a like a cherry wood color his entire complexion is um, very ruddy and red he wears a signature uh, mahogany and green accented vest with a leaf decorated waistcoat and Briar, being a fairy, has um, dragonfly wings where the veins are sort of orange and the webbing is green. And both the veins and the webbing sort of transition into a fall autumn red toward the end, the tips of the wings. Um, 
and he is sort of uh, when Gamani comes to sit down and he's doing some research for a project he was working on um, a mystery that he's trying to solve and Gamani sits down and begins talking about these place with these paintings and he's very distracted you trying darling, to you see darling that, that that's not that's not the problem the problem is is that the pieces need to be on separate areas otherwise the two different feelings of the pieces clash you know what i'm saying I, I very much understand the sentiment, my dear. It is quite, quite egregious for them to have done that in their gallery. Yes, yes, yes. And, and the color schemes clash entirely. And, you know, don't even get me started on the different thematics of it all. The different pieces entirely. They should be in different wings of the museum, not even on the same wall. I mean, truly, really, do these people even know anything about art? Yes, the aesthetic is quite horrible, and Briar will just sort of begin to reread the paragraph that he just read, and he's kind of been stuck on the same page now. Um, it's at this point that we pan over to Ziggy, walking down the streets of Douglas with four bags in his arms, um, all minimized, shrunken down so that he could carry them, uh, and they are stuffed to the brim, with all manner of white gowns. All manner of white gowns. And a singular tux. As Ziggy is zipping down the street, very annoyed that uh, Ziggy hasn't had the opportunity to invite anybody that he knows to the wedding, or the engagement party, rather. Not even a wedding yet. When Ziggy notices Briar, who Ziggy had met only only a few months ago in a tournament that happened on Varish, uh, who is sitting on the porch and very easy to recognize another fairy in Douglas. Ziggy, what are you doing? Could you describe yourself as you notice Briar? Right. Um, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I'm sort of zipping along, flying. Um, Ziggy is wearing uh, sort of the, uh, I suppose, uh, trademark uh, brown with vertical uh, yellow striped trousers um, and his sort of uh, red uh, flowy shirt blouse always down in a deep V, um, <clears throat> carrying all these bags, sort of muttering to himself about how uh, he feels like at most weddings, although he hasn't really been at a ton, this, this isn't the groom's job at the at the engagement party um, uh, and how somehow this is all more cumbersome than holding javelins and, and hammers and all that. Um, and yeah, he'll uh, stop short uh, seeing out of the corner of his eye Briar. I'll go, hi, uh, Briar, right? And, and, and that's what I'm telling you. That's what I'm telling you, that maybe it's time to build a new wing. Hello. Ah. Uh. Pardon me, dear. Who is that over there? Is that Ziggy, my dear boy? It's been, well, several months since we last, um, uh, witnessed your valiant bout against my friend Banjo. <laughs> right, right. That was, uh, a good bit of fun, but, uh, truly, still, uh, still a little sore I didn't get to, uh, burrow down with a fellow fairy. But, uh, yes, quite a while. So glad to so glad to see you. Uh, what uh, what has you and Douglas? 
I come back to visit very often to see my dear Gamani. Oh, uh, I'll take notice of Gamani now next to uh, Briar, and I'll say, oh, I, yeah. I've completely forgotten my manners. Hello, uh, and I'll give a, a uh, brief brief nod. Uh, uh, Ziggy Hi-Hat, pleased to make your acquaintance. I'm pleased to meet yours. Um, yeah, I'll give you two a moment. It seems you need some catching up to do. I'm going to go down and have some words with uh, the curators. This needs to be resolved immediately. Um, feel free to help yourself. I'll probably be working late. But when I get back, when I get back, I'm sure I'll have plenty to say about this absolute disaster that's going on at the museum. My ears will all be yours. And Gamani grabs her things and heads away. Quite a lot of uh, artsy things out here. Well, art and beauty is the spice of life, after all. Agreed. I, uh, I never quite got my prose down, but I think, you know, something to always work on, right? Always, indeed. But, uh, so this is your, your place of work, residence? It is, um, a home away from home, so to speak. I work at, um, the, uh, the Cabrium Athenium, uh, heir apparent to, uh, the Cabrium family, uh, if you have heard of Deidre Cabrium, may she rest well in peace. Uh, she was my benefactor, and I am the chief research librarian there. I see. Oh, very cool, very cool. I uh, I was just, uh, I'll motion with a sort of a half lift with all the bags. Uh, just uh, picking up some, some dry cleaning, as it were. Dry cleaning? Are you going to a function, my dear boy? Ah... Uh. Of sorts, Briar, of sorts. Uh, an engagement party, in fact. Um, though not sure how much of a party it will be for me. But, uh, you know, if it's not, if, if you're not busy, I'd, I'd, I'd be so happy to have any, another uh, more familiar face to me around. I get a little uh, fidgety around, uh, you know, members of, uh, I guess, all various members of the courts. Oh, yes, quite unsettling they can be. It seems I don't have too much to get to today, and Briar will sort of close the book he's he's been reading and set it down, and... Who are the, um... Who's the lucky couple? Um, that is a good question. It is me. And then, uh... Do I actually know who the choice is? DM? Yeah, yeah, you do, and I'm going to DM it to you. Excellent. Well, congratulations. You, if I may, though, your tenor seems quite trepidatious for attending your own engagement party. Right. Uh, well, you know, uh, I mean, maybe you noticed at the tournament I'm a, I'm a fan of a, of a scrap. I always imagined a life of adventuring, and I sort of, uh, growing up around the, the summer and autumn courts, I sort of grew a resentment for that sort of life, and here I am finding myself falling in it, uh, even though I've done all the heroing and do-gooding to try and avoid it, it, it uh, somehow found me. But, uh, you know, trying to make the best of it, certainly not a a bad uh, thing. I just... Uh, yes, um, being an autumn fairy myself, I, of course, know how capricious our princess can be. Right. 
and uh, I guess to be out with it, I'm 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 marrying her granddaughter. I'm I'm going to be perhaps in the line of the gentry. So, so a marriage for station and diplomacy, then not for love. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I don't think I've met her. Uh, though status and diplomacy, I don't know. I mean, my family's not that important. Uh, just sort of, you know, we're around and, and diplomatic. So I suppose, yes, but... Well, perhaps the princess thinks that she will gain some influence by being wed her granddaughter to a member of the most notable Novatory. Yeah. Uh, truly, your, uh, your art for flattery is almost as good as your art for dodging a swing. But, uh, yeah, I don't think I would really get in trouble for bringing along a friend. Uh... I would be more than happy to, uh, you know, have your presence with me. It's very, yeah. It's, sure, it's been quite some time since I've been home. Yes. Yeah, I suppose the jaunt to Arcadia uh, is one we uh, occasionally forget to take when, uh, you know, wrapped up in our own lives. And the whimsy of research takes me many other places. <laughs> Great. Well, uh, you know, grab your things if you, uh, you know, I'm sure there'll be a good bit of music if you play anything. Give my tambourine a little shake. I do not play, but I do dance, and uh, I think I'll grab just. And Bri will go over and grab a small satchel, and I think I'm ready to go then. Ah, quick! I like it. Travel light like me. All right, let's get to, and I'll uh, keep going in the direction I was going. All right, you heading for the uh, the crossing into Arcadia? Yes, I believe that would be the the closest. Or is there anything else you'd like to do in Douglas while you're here? No, I think. Uh, I think being being prompt is the move here. Okay. I will just follow him. Okay. All right. As you two head along for Arcadia, you travel along quietly and calmly, heading closer and closer to your destination. And as you arrive, you reach the crossing to Arcadia and Ziggy it's been quite some time since you had to do it yourself but you remember that there is the particular phrase that you have to say or question you have to ask in order to cross uh, but for some reason you're blanking on it right now as you uh. you find the the gnarled archway hmm what do you do? You know, for so many, uh, so many of the last few times I found myself in Arcadia, I accidentally sort of, uh, slipped and fell in there, uh, as happens. And my mind's blanking. I don't know, with all your, uh, book and library knowledge, if, if you'd remember, uh, prior. Do I roll a history or arcana check to see if I remember? That would be a history check. What? Yo. That would be a 22. Uh, yes. Yes, you do remember. Um, you have to recite a very particular phrase. Um, and the phrase goes something along the lines of this. Red and orange, blue and white, fairy wings make fairy flight. Briar will sort of hold his hand, place his hand over his chest where he keeps, um... 
his keepsakes, and there's now a rather uh, a square-shaped um, sort of lump in that Brex pocket as well. And he says, oh, oh man, um, I already forgot it. <laughs> the first... Red and orange, blue and white, fairy wings make fairy flight. As you disappear and a mushroom takes your place. Oh. Alright, looks like the one. Orange, orange wings, blue and white. Oh, crap. I should have been listening more closely. Uh, orange, green, blue and white, fairy wings make fairy flight. As you disappear and a mushroom appears in your place. As you both reappear on the other side, you see your uh, your lovely betrothed uh, engaged. As uh, Rose kind of looks at you and says, Aw, Ziggy! Are you back? Who's this? Hi, Rose. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm back. Um, in the flesh, as you can see, and I'll hold up my my bags with the dresses. Uh, here's everything. Uh, this is my friend Briar. I, I thought I'd uh, invite him to the party. Oh, hi Briar. I'm Rose. You didn't Briar. get hurt. You, you didn't get hurt out there, did you, Ziggy? Did you fight any big scary monsters? Let me check you real quick. Make sure you don't get any cuts. The scariest monster he fought was Banjo. <laughs> you fought a monster named Banjo? Was it oh. like? No, 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 I'm on. I gotta check you, make sure you don't have any broken bones. How are your wings? Hold on a second. And she starts examining every inch of you. I'll sigh and assume the scarecrow position as if this has happened before. Well, I mean, everything looks in its place, but I mean, your your wings are looking kind of opaque. I think you need to drink more water and you definitely need to sleep more, okay? I really, I really will try my best for you, Rose. I'm, I'm sorry to, to have you always worrying, but really... Uh, I was good. I just got the clothes. Um, as you can see, there's this very uh, restrictive-looking tuxedo in here. Uh, so uh, don't don't worry. I I, I I will go hydrate. Actually. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, and Briar, um, while you're staying with Arcadia, do you have family here, or do you need a place to stay? Um, I have. Uh, it's been such a long time. I'm not sure any kin are around, at least none that I um, have connection to. Okay. Well, um, then in that case, we have a brand new cottage in the villa. Uh, we had it set up for one of Ziggy's friends, but tragically, they did pass. But it's okay, because that means it's open for you. Wait. Thank you, of course, for your hospitality. Mm -hmm. And um, my respects to your grandmother. Of course, of course. Um, well, let me, uh, let me walk you over there, uh, Ziggy. And she kind of holds out her arm in that kind of angular triangle pose. I will uh, take her arm. Yes, Rose. Would you uh, be so kind and accord us? escort us? Escort us? Escort us. Yes, of course. I, I will I will escort us. Um, do I know the friend that passed? Uh, yes, you do. However, you all don't talk about it. All right. On purpose. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I will... Uh, leading uh, my betrothed, I will lead uh, Briar to, to his uh, rooms. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
Rose, what have you and uh, the rest of uh, your part of the engagement party been up to while I was gone? Oh, uh, you know, we're trying all kinds of different cakes. Awesome. Have we mm-hmm. uh, made any decisions? Uh, we are looking at. There was one that's like a like an like an orange and a cream based. It was made by this chef from Lantern. Um, and there was another that was a. Um, how do they explain it? Uh, they, they called it a a hint of nightshade, and it's supposed to, you know, s- stimulate, like, you know, getting slightly poisoned without killing you, and making you sleepy. Um, so, you know, that one's pretty fun, that one's from Spokestot, from a chef from Spokestot, but I think we're leaning towards the orange one, because, you know, like, you know, because, like, we don't want to, like, make our guests think we're gonna try to kill them, you know? Yeah, I guess tend to not like that. Um, yeah. I'll not to Briar. You're good here, don't worry. Gamani uh, would kill me if I didn't come back, so... Yeah, orange orange sounds lovely. I, I do mm-hmm. like my, my florals, but I understand why Nightshade is a questionable one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it sounds wonderful. Um, are your are your guests here yet? I've got all these all these dresses. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, no, my, my guests are here. Uh, no, 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 those are, I, I couldn't decide on which one I wanted to wear for t- for, for tonight, and which one, you know, would be good for later, so, you know, I figured, you know, why not get all of them and try them all on? You know, that's fair enough, I can't really argue with that logic. Um, awesome, well, I'll take, I'll take my bag, and then here are yours, um, is there anything I can help you with? I really, I don't want to, uh, you know, overset my bounds. I know we don't want to see the bride in the dress beforehand. Uh, <laughs> oh no, 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 silly! These are just the engagement dresses. The 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 the, the wedding dress is going to be hand knit. I see. I see. These mm-hmm. are they. They all they all do look like very intricate and white they are, like wedding dresses. I, right? I, yes, yes, they do. <laughs> Like, you were specific. You were specifically asked to go get these particular dresses that are all billed as w- wedding dresses. Right, my mistake. Sorry about that. That was silly of me. Uh, no, no, no. It's okay. Um, but I do want to go take these to get ready. Um, here's the keys for fourteen. Uh, it's over there. And um, re- remember, remember, Ziggy, how grandmother feels about talking about it. So. Please don't. And I'll take these, and you two have fun, and I'll see you in about two hours at the engagement party. I do need to be walked from my room to the engagement party, though, Ziggy. Don't forget, okay? Actually, you know what? Here, here, one second. She pulls out a piece of paper and writes into it and kind of folds it up intricately into a little tiny triangle and stuffs it in your front pocket. There you go. Thank you. Um Mm -hmm. This is this is my own question. Is is Rose? Uh, does Rose have like a pink motif? What, is, what does Rose look like? Uh, Rose is. I got her her picture right here in the RFE. Um, I'll show you a picture here and I'll give her a description. So uh, Rose is got very dark hair, uh, like chocolate brown, um, slightly 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 tan skin, but in a still pale sense. Um, and these dark red wings, like the deep colors of a crimson rose, that are edged by black. And 
curled into butterfly wings. Uh, she is typically seen, like she's wearing now, a red and black corset, mimicking uh, the rose petals, and like a skirt that looks like a drooping rose petal around the hip. Cool. All right. Um, I will, uh, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll let her get off of her thing, but I will definitely make mental note. Two hours. Don't forget. And drink your water. Okay. All right. And she kind of pinches you on the cheek and gives you a kiss on the nose. <laughs> I'll, uh, forehead to hers. Affectionately, not, not hard. <laughs> All right, Ziggy. I'll see you there. And she kind of, she kind of walks off. And you feel your head kind of drift a little bit as she walks off. Because, uh, it is absolutely catches your eye every time that she walks away. <laughs> yeah. Fri Friar will notice Ziggy's in a little bit of a better mood. Uh, <laughs> well, I would say that, um, the young Rose is quite stunning. Oh, yes, uh, absolutely. Um, I I'm not upset by the match at all. It's, uh, like I said, the, just that the concept of marriage uh, brings up a little bit of cognitive dissonance uh, in me. You know, I'm a... I guess it would seem that this rose's thorn is a surrender of one's um, freedom, as it were, to roam and adventure. At least my definition of it. But I suppose one can only cause and fix trouble for so long. Although, I don't know. Being with the princess's granddaughter is not a guarantee I'll be stuck in the court all the time. Maybe you'll make adventures together. I like the way you frame things, Briar. I like the way you frame things. But please, yeah, let me uh, show you about the place. Let you, uh, I mean, I suppose, uh, gesture towards the, the small knapsack. I suppose you don't need a ton of time to get your, your stuff in order. But still, please, I can get you into the room. Absolutely. It would be wonderful. You, you you unlock the door to the front of the room and you open it and you see some of the decor that was set up for your late friend. You know, there's the the map of the Swamp of the Eternal Night. There is a picture of the rest of the Novatori, all of the rest of the Novatori together in Alteris that was taken with one of the first cameras you all encountered. Um, there is... Uh, Zala's recipe for uh, pumpkin tarts. And there is a picture of Nito, who is got uh, two thumbs up and is currently dangling upside down from a crane in Alteris over a pit of sharks. Paris was a pretty cool place. Uh, if you've ever been, it's pretty cool, but they don't like it when you leave. I, um... <clears throat> I feel a little bit foreign in this place, but I appreciate the kind gesture, and... Yes, apologies. If it's a little awkward, um... No, not at all. I just... I'm sorry for your loss. Thank you, but, uh... You know, I suppose... That the rule we like is to not really talk about it, so... If you could follow suit while here, uh, I'd appreciate it. But your, your condolences are, are noted, and, as I said, appreciated. Yes, yes. 
uh, but you know, feel free to, uh, if you don't want upside down Nito staring at you, uh, you know, you could turn the picture around or something. I, I don't blame you. No, it's he, he's quite a jovial fellow. It's he is. Looks a bit moist, though. He was always a little moist. Um, anyways, we have we have two hours. Uh, I don't know how much you've uh, picked around the the Winter Court, uh, but uh, you know we could go see things. Uh, oh yes, just one moment, and I'll. I'll um... I'll kind of like look at the uh, try to attempt to memorize the recipe for the pumpkin tarts. Yeah, uh, yeah. You you kind of uh, get up there, memorize, uh, and uh, you see a. As you get up there, you see up on the kitchen counter in the kitchen there is the most beautiful dagger you've ever seen, and it catches your eye almost immediately. And it's in this nice display case. Well, um, what a piece that is. As you see this beautiful green dagger um, edged completely sharp and it's got this almost faint ethereal glow to it um, you can see that there is a, a uh, like a badge on it that says Svetsia would I know about Svetsia yes you would you would know that that is the dagger that was wielded by a nope it's a uh, yeah it's a beautiful blade for sure um Briar will think about how Gamani would love to have such a beautiful piece, but respectfully keep that information um, to himself and intends to leave that detail out of the storytelling tonight. Um, because you respect and will um, just sort of go back to say, so, well, enough of that. Shall we... See the court? Yes, absolutely. But uh, you know, when you have time, uh, I saw you staring at that recipe there. There is there is quill and parchment, uh, one of the drawers here. So you feel free to you know write that down or draw a picture of the blade. But uh, unfortunately, I don't believe it can leave. I uh, wouldn't dream of it. Uh, yeah, let's go. I honestly, uh, it's been a while since I've uh, been around here, and I will. Uh, Pick a direction to go in. Uh, All right. So. I will follow your lead. Excellent. Uh, right, so we appeared right before my betrothed. Um, but uh, what is the sort of greater environment like? So right here near 14, this is this beautiful neighborhood that was built um, by the Autumn Princess for some of the refugees and survivors from the conflicts of Vittore, uh, especially all of the new residents from the immigrations. Um, and on on top of that, uh, it's kind of a little bit overcrowded now, but there is the area a little bit further away where you can cross bridge heading towards the uh, Heading towards the Midlands between the Autumn Kingdom and the Winter Kingdom, where there's this beautiful grove of trees, where the flowers, the, the petals from the trees and such, are in a perpetual state of slow fall from the trees, and the frost is very light on the ground. Give me your pick. There is some uh, interesting nature and flora 
around here if that's something you like to look at. But if you're looking for more of a, uh, you know, pedestrian adventure in the, you know, populated part of things, uh, that's also something I can, I, I, I can do for you. Oh, point me in the direction of the most concentrated aura of whimsy that you can find. Strange and wonderful magic is my expertise about it, after all. Strange and wonderful it is. Uh, follow me, and I will take off and start flying towards those slow-falling petals. Okay. You notice while you're in Arcadia, your wings don't tire like they do in Vittori, because you can just glide upon the winds. Yeah, the innate magic of home really is something that boggles the mind if I think too long about it. I don't know if it does that to every mind, but certainly mine. I think thinking about it is um, a dangerous endeavor if I remember <laughs> also true yeah, as, check it out. As, as you all approach you see a very interesting looking individual um, who is currently looking at a hand-drawn map and just staring around everywhere while also arguing with someone that is definitely not there. Sergey, can you describe exactly what they see? Uh, uh, Sergey at the wedding? Uh, here's the... Sergey hasn't found the wedding yet. He's in the oh. middle of these. He's in the middle of this, the slow falling leaves in the autumn and winter mixed area. Come on. Sergey, uh, is again this like tall black iron clad knight with this skeletal uh armored uh ace mask and this tattered cloak that seems to be like whipping in the wind in like different directions and uh the cloak actually seems to enable them to fly but even as they're flying around and looking they don't seem to like know where they are and they're like just grumbling come on where is this stupid wedding well this individual sticks out like a sore thumb wouldn't you say ziggy quite quite sore uh hello do, do i hear them yes yes you hear two fairies as they approach mm. he drops down and like Kind of like lets the weight of his armor almost crash into the ground. Excuse me, gentlemen, or others. I did not ask your preferred pronouns. My apologies. I. I am looking for a wedding. I am a guest. Can I uh, insight check the word guest? Yeah, go ahead, make an insight check. Um, Sergey, you can make a deception check. That would be a seven. Eighteen. Yeah, he's a guest. Well, friend. <laughs> uh, what is your name? I am Sergey, the Sworn Avenger. All other names have faded from Quite a mysterious story, I'm sure you have. Briar... Mm, Briar, Chief Research Librarian of the Cabrium Athenium, at your service. Uh, but I do not know if you are... You might be a bit early for the wedding, as... The only thing I know about is this engagement party for this fellow over here. Uh... Yeah, I haven't heard about too many other weddings. Uh... Mm. 
bride or groom party? I am with the... Can can I make like an... Uh, he just said that like Ziggy is the groom, right? Uh, DM, would I be aware that this is the wedding that the... Yeah, uh, you, you can... I'll, I'll tell you what. You can make a insight check. Well, DC he did 12. literally just say that this guy yeah. is the groom. Yeah, DC 12. Inside check. Ah, dang, Navit 9. <laughs> oh, um... 50-50 shot. I am looking for the, uh... Where the... Uh, well, I was told the name of the wedding that I'm looking for, right? No, you were literally told exactly what I told you. <laughs> oh, great. I am with the bride party. He's saying that because Ziggy was just introduced as the groom and Ziggy doesn't seem to recognize him. All right, um, so you can go ahead and roll me one more deception check. Ziggy, you can roll me an insight. Sure thing. Ding! Have it, Nat 1. Ziggy? Well, not much better, but better than Nat 1. Nine? Um, I mean... This guy's definitely lying, but he doesn't seem to have any ill intentions. You speak with a lot of question marks, friend, but I suppose some people here have a strange way of speaking. Yes, I, uh, I am not used to talking with people. I mostly just stalk the forests around in the Dark Hills surrounding the, uh, the Black Tower and wait for them to come and challenge me. Uh, sorry carried away sometimes. Uh, would you shut up? <sighs> Sorry. I, I wasn't speaking. Uh, no, and... I, I wasn't I wasn't talking to you. I, I apologize. I just... Well, we just ate. Right. We literally just ate. I had like two steaks on the way here. How are you not full? Sorry. Sorry. Uh, what I, were you I saying? Mean, honest... Probably oh, just going to sort of back up about ten feet. <laughs> mm, that is uh, a reaction like uh, Ziggy will sit cross-legged in the air and kind of uh, rest his, his face in his hand, knowing, knowing I shouldn't do this. But stalking a dark tower and challenging people, he really just passed the Ziggy vibe check. Uh, cool. Well, if you want to come to... Uh, there's no wedding, but we have an engagement party. Uh. I've been allowed one guest so far, and I don't think two will particularly uh, get me much more in trouble. Uh, he he does like right. a salute with his armor and says, I appreciate your invitation. I shall do my best to be of my most becoming behavior. I would hope so. Yes, the, um, the grandmother of the bride will definitely see to it that any unbecoming behavior is most mm, judiciously dealt with. Mm. Briar sort of shivers with memories of his time before leaving Arcadia in the first place. Uh, do, is it this way, or...? Oh, well, uh, we actually have some time to kill. Uh, but you know what? Yeah, I will bring not it to Not literally, the of course. Oh, yes, not literally, of course. Jeez, I really... I spend too much time not in Arcadia. Thank you, Briar. Uh, Would something you... have happened if you didn't specify that? Maybe. It's about 50-50. Hmm. Yeah. I should the, uh... endeavor not to speak unless it is important. Being friends with Devlin, would I know 
the slight... Uh, I know every court has its own weird thing about words and literalness. Would I know about the Winter Courts one? Well, right now you're technically not in the Winter Court. You're in the still in the Autumn Court. You're on the border, though. Right. right. Um, but in but mm -hmm. in the in the Autumn Court, uh, the biggest thing here is wording, specifically mm -hmm. specifically of the way things are phrased. But you're on the outliers, the outlier area, so the magic isn't particularly potent here. But when you head into the into the engagement party, which takes place at the castle, that's where it's much strongest at. Right. I will explain this to Sergei. Um, but we should... Do, do I get the sense that Sergei's uh, drip isn't really engagement party formal uh yeah yeah i'll tell you what I'll, I'll let you come around but uh i think we should we should fix up your your uh outfit if you don't mind it is what, a sort of formal affair what is wrong with my armor it's armor Salothia, <laughs> this is about the time that you come sauntering through on your stroll from the winterlands uh, flanked alongside you is Devlin Barbados, and he is walking in step with you, but always three steps behind. In sequence, but always three steps behind, giving you your fair grace. As you head further, you can see the individuals in front of you. Ziggy, you know that the person that was before you, that is approaching right now, is Devlin's mother. The I queen will, of the Fey, Winter Fay Court. I, I will pay my respects, and uh, I trust Briar to pick it up, but I'll try to, you know, as subtly as I can, get the message to Sergei that he should bow. Um, Sergei takes the message and then just bows graciously. Briar will dip in a little half-bow, half-curtsy thing. Well. Subjects, may I introduce my Mother, Queen Solosia Kierne. Yes, he bows too. What do we have here exactly? Oh, um. You have my permission. Thank you, Your Highness. Um, I'm Ziggy Hi-Hat. I'm uh, the the groom to be of the the granddaughter of the Autumn Princess. I'm just here with my motion to the others. Uh, my own engagement party guests. Briar will bow again, um, very um, showman-like. Briar Blackspark, Chief Research Librarian of the Cabrium Athenium, at your service, my liege. Uh, Sergei just uh, kind of saluting with like one arm uh, pulled across his chest, says, I am Sergei, the Sworn Avenger. Well, we, uh... a pleasure to meet all of you. Um, and... What a wonderful occasion for you to be in the Winterlands for. I am curious, um, what dishes did you perhaps bring for such a fine occasion? Ziggy, you would know that the the Winter Court is home to uh, being very, very, very particular about food, what things mm. are in it, and eating with the Fae. Well, we are absolutely honored to have your 
attendance at our party. Is this something Rose would have told me? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is this is Rose letting you know, like, hey, yeah, you have to be really careful, and they have to know every single thing that's in a dish before they eat it. And on top of that, they only will sit down to eat when it is time to eat, and they will only rise when everyone is finished eating. And if anyone rises before a royal member of the Winter Fay, that's where things become big problems. I see. Well, uh, actually, I, I am uh, in the owner of knowledge that uh, we have some uh, delightful orange cake. Uh, being tested, and I believe that will be served. Um, unfortunately, I'm not privy to too many of the other things, but um, we, of course, if you have any requests for your liking, we have time before the engagement party, um, and my uh, colleagues and I here will uh, absolutely be, be thrilled to get that food for you. Well, orange cake just sounds delightful with the uh, autumn theming of this event. Yes, we, we thought so. Um, but I, I am told it is uh, of high quality. Um, may I uh, guide you anywhere? I don't know if you're making stops before. Um, well, we were simply going for a stroll, but um, I suppose... Excellent. Um, yeah, we, we can of course, uh, you know, bring you more into the court proper, um, and I can also check up on a very specific list of what we'll be serving, of course, for the various uh, Yes, that courses. would be just delightful. Excellent. Um, Alright, all. Let's, uh, let's make way. Yes. And what do you do as you start walking? Uh, I will let her pass me and try to hold the the other two back um and i'll get in sort of a in step uh i'm going to say three paces behind devlin okay as you, as you see devlin try to slip you a note from behind his back uh if i can sneakily grab it and read it i will yeah make a make a stealth check dc is 22 Oh, slide oh. a hand. Slide a hand. Oh boy. Oh, all right. All right. That's an eight. Um, so, Solosia, you see uh, your son Devin, passing notes to his friend Ziggy in your presence right now. Mm. Do you do anything? I believe I'll simply smirk, uh, but I will keep an eye on them. Does she. Have I met Solosia? Like, does she know. Uh, like where we, where me and Devlin Snot knows Brad's together. Like, um, you've met, you've hung out with Devlin, but you've never met Solosia before. I see. Okay, mm -hmm. but she's aware of our friendship. Yes. Yeah. Cool. As uh, you get the note from Devlin, uh, you open it up and it, you see it says, uh, "Queen must meet queens." I'll nod, even if he's not facing me. Um. And yeah, I will, uh, from my place in line, sort of give directions um, to the the castle where I believe the 
uh, rest of the engagement party for roses, um, hoping that her grandmother is present. Um, I will try not to make my direction sound demanding, more as suggestions if Celosia would like to take them. I believe um, Celosia seems to have a sense that she knows exactly where she's going, but will mind Ziggy's suggestion. Um, so, Celosia, um, are you more in the mood to go and meet with the, the queens, or are you more in the mood to go inspect the Autumn Phase kitchen? Well, I believe the kitchen inspection is greatly in order. Oh, absolutely. Um, we, we can do that. I will... Uh, then, yeah, let's go to the kitchens. She just nods and makes her way forward. Excellent. Um, I don't want to presume that you don't know your way to the... Um, well, actually, let's, let's do the kitchens first. I'll forgive Pardon. your presumption. Thank you. Mm -hmm. As you get closer and closer to the castle, you enter into the castle kitchens. And as you do, you see that there are all manner of things being cooked right now. A full-fledged line of 130 fey that are cooking all manner of dishes right now. And you can see the monstrous cake that is being decorated right now, which is 42 tiers. Mm. Wonderful. Um, I suppose Celosia is going to take a long look around and make sure everything looks like it's in order. Okay. Excellent. I will just sort of wait. Um, I, I won't follow behind Celosia the whole time. I'll, I'll wait from where we entered and when she said excellent or wonderful. Um, are there various, um, you know, fairy or otherwise fae? Oh, um, yeah, there are. Service members running around? There are tons. Tons and tons and tons. Great. Um, if one passes close enough to me, I'll try to uh, sort of hail them. Ah, uh, uh, yes, my leash, Ziggy. Ah, uh, hello. Uh, I'm hoping it is possible for you to find, uh, appropriate welcome party clothes um, for my friend here. As you can see, he's uh, not quite fairy-sized. I'll motion to Sergei. I, again, I do not understand. Ah, uh, yes, uh, we, we can get into the seamster. We can get into the, the seamster. <laughs> if, if that is what you... If that is what you wish, Lord Hi-Hat. Oh. <laughs> uh, Lord Hi-Hat. Um, uh... Sergey, would you like to go to the seamer? Your I believe insistence, should... I will do so, but... Excellent. It's just am... armor usually isn't worn at, at engagement parties. That's what's wrong with armor. I would like to wait until the queen is thoroughly done examining all the food. And once she has given her okay, um, please please escort Sergey to the, the, the seamstress. It's at this point that Allium and Vitex walk in as you recognize immediately Allium, who is the, uh... Well, I'd let Allium introduce themselves. Allium, could you introduce yourself? They've got Oreo in the mouth. Oh. <laughs> no worries. 
We'll just stand here, wait here awkwardly. Yeah, we're all just waiting for the re uh, for Allium in game to finish chewing their Oreos. As if they were like <laughs> taste testing the uh, the dishes for the the event <laughs> later on. <laughs> we just came at the worst possible time. Quick, get them a glass of milk. Vitex is also there, and uh, Vitex, if you could describe yourself. So, Vitex has fine purple and crimson clothes on. His sword still sheathed in a scabbard to his side. His butterfly wings are the same coloring as the clothes, and he's looking at Allium. You know you're not supposed to test the Oreos without asking unless you did it without me knowing. And then he's going to look around to see ma'am ma I don't know why you randomly taste food. Uh, he's going to look around and see if he notices that the staff is needing any help because he likes to do things for his mistress Ali and whatever she requires of him or they require of them because they like to change every so often so I'm just going to look around the room and see what I see but I have like brown like blondish hair just neatly combed back Allium Vitex I told you he they today however mistress will always be acceptable now um Allium is a rather tall Aladrin um and <laughs> one of the royal family. Uh, my mother and father are the king and queen. Um, and gorgeous red hair is brighter than a summer sunset. And um, I am quite known for <laughs> my care of the people and the realm. And the simple fact that I have, um, mayhaps once or twice accidentally unalived someone. Now, Vitex, dear friend, in terms of tasting the food when no one is looking, you know that I can't resist the Oreos. Just, I had to sneak one or two. But as long as no one tells, I'm sure it'll be alright. Oh, you and your sweets. It's at this point that you see that Queen Celosia of the of the Winter Court, flanked behind by Prince, uh, by uh, Prince Devlin Barbados and Lord High Hat, right behind, that are noticing you having wiped the Oreo dust from the, your mouth. Oh, uh, well, hello there. Um, Stafflin, Celosia, do you fare to this day? Well, I'm doing <clears throat> quite wonderful. I do see you've grabbed yourself a snack. Well, whatever do you mean? You see, she kind of just grins a little bit. Her eyes are pupilless, pure white and begin to glow blue a little bit as you feel 
Your lips began to gather some frost. Now, now, your majesty. Frost on my lips? Well, if you wanted to make them cold, all you had to do was say please. Oh dear. You are quite the sweet thing. And she does place a frigid hand against your face. Not freezing or anything, but like just her body is this temperature. Liam, you turn into a pile of sugar. Whoops. You are now a pile of sugar on the floor. Mm. Oh. I will just like hold back out. a gas. Well, one second. Let me see if I can clean them up and I'm going to try to figure out what happened. Uh, Ziggy, Ziggy lets out a sigh next to Briar's gasp. Now, Devlin, do see about getting him fixed. Um, I wouldn't want to accept the autumn, or upset the autumn court, but they do know the rules. Uh, yes, sorry, mother. So, this this is my sister-in-law that I'm just seeing this happen to, essentially, or future. Allium, you are not as sweet as they say. As you see Allium spring back into their form. <laughs> Are you sure about that? I mean, it was just a pile of sugar. I'd say that is quite sweet. Mm, you know how words work here. <laughs> I know. All in good fun, though. Um, Allium is of the same social standing as Rose but they are not related. Each of each of the courts have their own monarchy. I see, I see. Okay. So Allium is summer? Yeah, if, if, if you guys want to specify your courts. Oh, yes, of course. I am of the summer court. Um, it's quite toasty over there. Do you say so myself? The knights are just positively to die for. I... Figuratively. Yes. Figuratively, yes. of course. Uh, yeah, Sir Sergei started to say something and then stopped. Right. I uh, am Vitex, a knight of Allium's, my liege, you could say. V Vitex, you're here representing the Spring Court. But I am also here representing the Spring Court. We will uh, give both a, a bow of welcome. Uh, my bow to Allium will be slightly lower, as uh, my uh, family is technically of the Summer Court, even though I spent most of my time in the autumn. Uh, well, I, I'm very happy to welcome you both, and am uh, quite honored by everyone's attendance. Thank you so kindly. Uh, we were just sampling the, or I suppose not sampling, but reviewing the refreshments, appetizers, entrees, desserts, all of that. Um, if you would like to join us until uh, Her Highness Queen Celosia is finished doing so, then you are more than welcome to. Well, I do know he has already been doing some inspecting, but yes. We will gladly take your help. And, uh, 
the um, perhaps um, if you were to let the autumn princess know that we've arrived then everything could be prepared for tonight take my leave I would be more than happy to do so if that is alright with you mother certainly well uh, you can trust in the groom engagement party wedding group to get the job done and I'll grab Briar and Sergey and head on out to find the autumn princess did they did they leave without addressing me yeah it's it, it seems like Ziggy left without addressing you wait but I asked permission <laughs> but He's I suppose yeah just staring at this cake and gives a little smirk and says well he has only just arrived you are free to go Everyone say bye. Bye, Your Highness. We take our leave. <clears throat> I will also take my leave for now. With your permission, and kind of like side eye, in... Sergey. Goodbye, Celosia, Your Majesty. He he looks so uncomfortable. <laughs> Thank you for your attempt at candor. As, I'm going to do great here. As you all head off, you bump into Elm, who has a two hands full of treacle tarts. Elm, could you describe yourself? Yes, Elm is a uh, kitsune. Uh, he's a bit... He's older than he looks, but he has a look of a young 20s, uh, very toned, not super muscle like not big muscles but what he does have are very pronounced like you can definitely tell that he's more of a like cardio kind of guy um what, like a, a very dark white hair um um has the these two kind of red marks underneath his eyes uh, a tattoo on his right shoulder um, and he is currently wearing like a choker around his neck and just a, uh, like a mesh top and then has, uh, gloves that go, has fingerless gloves that go all the way up just about six inches from the top of his shoulder. Uh, and it's just very, uh, wearing, um, very flowy kind of, um, pants that, you can't tell what material it's made out of, but it, you know, it, it, it kind of shimmers like silk, but it, it's not as flowy. As, uh, as you bump into your, Ziggy, you bump into your future grandfather-in-law. What do you do? Uh, pardon me. Ah, Ziggy, my boy. How wonderful it is to see you here. Don't, don't tell yes. my wife that, but, I'm just making sure that all of these are up to snuff for the crowd tonight. I see. I uh, absolutely understand. I think it is best to let you know that uh, Queen Celosia is in the other room uh, if you are going to be munching on those. I appreciate your concern and 
the heads up. Uh, it would not be wise to get on her bad side so close to the engagement party. She is off the stickler for rules. Absolutely. We don't want any uh, intercourt incidences during, oh, during no. the engagement party. No. Uh, although, well, some intercourt fraternization can't be helped, but you know, it is what it is. Court, court, with a with a T, yes. Yes, that's um, what I said. Intercourts, fraternization. Right. Uh. <laughs> uh. It is a, uh, of course, just the engagement party. Uh, Here, sir, Ziggy, you you must absolutely try one of these. Is, is there a little bit too much nutmeg on this? Oh boy. Uh, I truly. Uh, I guess. I do have to try it now that he said it, huh? Yes. Yeah, you do. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, I will just, uh, as I'm trying to decline, my hand will shoot out and I'll shove it in my mouth. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> uh, Thank you. I do I do love to see the look on all the young ones' faces when we do that to them. It's always, it's always a good laugh. Grandpapa, you truly are a uh, a joker. Oh, please call you and, can, and I, and I you can call me you can call me Elm. I'm going to, please, we don't oh. need people knowing that I'm a grandfather. For goodness' sake, <laughs> uh, you, you make an excellent choice. Uh, I'm uh, honored to get to address you so casually, Elm. Oh, don't you worry about it. Once we get even closer, you can call me my fr what my friends call me, but we'll leave that for another day. Sounds good to me. Um, yeah. But you must we get were... heard along. Yes, yes, we're on our way to, to visit the, your highness, the princess. As your feet start leaving out from underneath you. Uh, of course, of course we can just walk. As your feet slow back down. Ah, uh, yes, you must be careful about that. You, I know you've been away from some time, but words do have power here still never good at this as a child, and I really never picked up a talent for it. You're not very good at it as an adult, either, I would say. So Words I'd... have power everywhere. Just here, it's special. Hmm. Your friend is much, much wiser than you, it appears, Ziggy. Maybe we should have chosen him instead. Yes, uh... Well, <laughs> I, feel, well, I feel lucky <laughs> and honored. <laughs> I joke. I joke. A member of the Novator joining the family is much more of an honor than whoever your friend is. Oh, well, he's nothing to uh, sneeze at. And I'll sneeze. Phew! <laughs> and you notice uh, it, 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 it noticeably misses I, fire. I need to get the chef in here to make new tarts now. As right. the chef zips out of the kitchen right in front of you. The amount of nutmeg was perfect. Just just have him do it again. Well, I think we'll try something a little bit different this time. I, I've been hearing of this new spice called saffron. I must absolutely try it. Just remember to inform the Queen Celosia of any decisions or changes to the menu. Of course, of course. I will always get her approval. We do need to have one to sample for her, though. It's true. Thank you, Brian. Well, I would say that you have one, don't you? Oh, right you are. As a badge appears on your chest, Briar. 
a badge. Yep, it says it says Winter Court Taste Tester. Damn it! Well, I was I. Yep, that is not what I thought I was saying. But okay. Chef, Chef, can we can we get something for our official tester to try out? I shall go get the queen immediately and get her opinion oh. as well. Oh, oh yes, your majesty. Oh, we have plenty of fudges we can try out. Come on. We'll get you set up with some fudge. I will catch with you later, I guess, Ziggy, as I have um, made the cardinal heir. Yes. Do be careful. I think um, my duties will end after this fudge tasting, though. I believe so as well. Elm, you be nice to him. <laughs> I will be of my utmost respectful behavior, as always. As you notice, Elm, your your shirt kind of buttons up really quickly. See? Fanciful. And respectful. And most decorous. Right you are. I am going to bow. I will give I'm a small to... bow back. You I'm hear... going to see the princess now. You hear a loud crash of glass as a pair of heels are uh... flying flying across the court all the way to the other side and clatter on the ground. And you hear, these ones don't work! Come on! We gotta try another pair. Nope, nope, another pair. Pull out the 412th. Is that my beloved? Yes, it is. Uh, Rose mm. calls Elm. And yes, Elm. go and make sure she gets whatever her heart desires. Right. Um, I'm going to go check on my fiance. Uh, Sergey, please, please go with the, uh, the kind Bay who is going to get you fitted for a, a wonderful suit. It's been so long since I've worn wedding clothes. It, why didn't I think to bring my one suit? Oh, wait, I lost that. Never mind. And then he just, I guess, follows whoever he's told to follow as far as getting to the seams person. Yep. Alright. Rose. Rose. Oh, uh, hello, uh, Ziggy. Uh, did you get your friend settled in? Uh, yes. We're... We're getting settled. We're on the way there. Uh, everything okay with the shoes? Oh, they just... None of the shoes I have go with the outfit. I'm trying to find one that has the same floral pattern, but for some reason, no one thought to do an arrangement of hydrangeas from small to big going from toe to heel. I'm terribly sorry about that. I have a friend going to one of the royal uh, dressers. I can see if they can make that quickly for you. Uh, I don't know. I still have 133 pairs to look through. It's true. That is true. Maybe, maybe the the perfect shoe uh, will appear right before you. Plus, we only have 13 million more gold to spend on the engagement party, and we only have an hour left. So, yes. Yes, time is passing. Uh, on that note, uh, a lot of our guests are, are starting to arrive, the very important ones. Uh, do, oh. you know where, do you know where your grandmother is? 
Oh, um, well, she's probably communing with Great Grandma. Um, so I would I would say go check the, the orchard. I'll do that. Thank you, Rex. Oh, and I'm sorry about the window. I just get so frustrated sometimes, you know. Oh, I absolutely know. Honestly, it's one of my ever, favorite things about you. You ever have those moments where, like, your entire body just shakes with anger and, like, you feel like maybe you could, like, just flip an entire bowl with your hands? I've actually felt that way, Rose. Um, I think I'm going to like getting to know you better. Well, I think I'm going to like getting to know you better, too. Um, but before I forget, I did pick you up something. And she goes over and grabs a small small like a black shoebox and she opens it up in front of you here you go and you see that it is a pair of black felt shoes with gold buckles on the top and the front points of the shoes curl to where they're almost touching the top of the shoe and the backs have little bells on them that jingle every time you take a step oh well well thank you rose um Mm -hmm. I'm going to put these on right now. Aw, thank you. Uh, and I, I think I'm just wearing, like, you know, comfortable loafers, maybe not even wearing any shoes at all. So I'll, uh, I'll put on my new, my new pointy jingly shoes. Aw, you look so dapper. <laughs> well, you just wait till the rest of the, uh, till the rest of the tuxedo's on. Oh. Um, I okay. might even button it all the way up. We'll see. <laughs> Just as long as you keep that messy mop of hair that you have on top of your head. Of course. Of course. Uh, okay. Don't worry about the window. Keep going through the shoes. I'm going to go uh, check out the orchard, all right? Okay. Oh, um, which one of these one did you think? And she points to the two dresses that are still on mannequins. The other ones are strewn across the room. Oh, wow, you got through them really quickly. Yeah. Um, and she points to the one on the one on the left. Looks like it's got the hydra- hydrangeas on it. And it literally looks like every single piece of hydrangea that were dyed white and then stitched together into this dress. And then the other one, the other one looks to be like it was, um, like it was woven in a way where the stitch work the, like the like the fabric itself crosses over every single tiny little pinprick point where no matter where you look there is two pieces of thread that are crossing over each other and it was like a very zigzaggy fabric uh, it's kind of honestly optical illusion to one well these are definitely two interesting ones mm-hmm Honestly, Rose, one way or another, I'm, I'm going to miss that corset, but I think I like the hydrangea one. Well, silly, I have to wear a dress on this day. I know, I know. Yeah, I think I like the hydrangea one, too. All right. And she, like, flicks her finger at the other dress and it catches fire. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> um, note to self that you can do that. Well... All right, let's, uh, I'm going to keep going through the shoes. Um, and I think you were going to go find Grandma? Yes, yep. I'm going okay. to let her know guests have arrived. 
Oh, um, I'm sure you remember from last time, but if she is in, if she is in prayer and communing with grandmother or with great grandmother, just wait. Of course, I won't goof that one up. Okay, all right. And she goes into her closet as you hear the sounds of boxes falling left and right as it continues and continues deeper and deeper and deeper into the closet. I'll take a moment and I'll nod to myself and then I'll uh, head over to the orchard. All right. As you reach the orchard, you see this beautiful tree that grows in the very center of the uh, of the actual court itself. And it's this beautiful, brilliant maple tree. And it's towering huge as you see the autumn princess kneeling before it, um, kind of hands rested on her lap, straight back, eyes closed. And as she sits there, you just hear the sounds of wind rushing through the leaves. You see, Yarn Princess, it's very illusory when it comes to her appearance. At some point, some angles and some points, she looks very, very youthful with chestnut brown hair, pointed ears, and beautiful, vibrant orange and red wings. And other times, the colors fade into very, very uh, dried out color. Um, very pastel and the wrinkles on her face become ever present and streaks of gray appear in her hair but it changes no matter what angle you're looking at she's kneeling there what do you do uh i'll wait at what i feel is an appropriate distance uh maybe you know one sort of a however far the the, the branches of the trees reach however long that canopy is. I'll, I'll wait an extra canopy's distance away. Just sort of okay. crisscross applesauce until it looks like this is done. You wait there for about about ten minutes before you hear Well then, Zildajan. Did you have something to say? Yes. Mm -hmm. Um. Approach. I will approach. Um. Her Highness Silosia is here, as well as uh, emissaries of sorts from the summer and spring. Very well. And um, I see you've brought some friends. I um, heard, I heard yes. them whistling through the trees. Yes, yes. I, uh, I, I will be honest. One friend is more uh, recently acquainted than the other, um, but. The uh, the other person I bought is a uh, an autumn fairy of uh, uh, great skill in, in combat and uh, just a very kind-hearted, well-read chap. Um, yes. So I was happy for the company. Yes, I am familiar with Briar Blackspark. Ah, <sighs> oh, as he would rather not be known, Briar Rose Blackspark. Is in his name as well, then. Sure is. So, did you just come to 
passed the dignitaries off on me, or was there something else you wanted to say? Well, I was uh, told it was important that the dignitaries see you sooner than later. Um, yes. As for other things I want to say, is it really my status as a Novatory that led all to this? Could you mm. actually tell what the Novatory were going to accomplish? Was there that y much faith? We weren't very far along when you and you I were on paths. You want to know why I asked you, well, you want to know why I arranged yours and Rose's marriage? That's uh, the real question here, I Yes, it is, uh, or I suppose I want to confirm, uh, Elm mentioned how it is, uh, it looks good that there is a novatory amongst the, the family yes. in court, but... Yes, uh, my second husband, Elm, is, well, he is everything comical that I didn't have in a first husband, and very lacking in the brains department that I did have in a first husband. You are lucky that that bloodline that reached Rose contained the brains. I consider myself lucky in a lot of ways. As for the reason, do you understand how feeling and premonition work? Have you studied much of truth-telling or prophecy or future-seeing? Much of the Montaminar? I honestly haven't studied much of anything formally. Uh, I know what a gut feeling is, figuratively. Hmm. Well, think about it this way. I saw the cataclysm of power, an absolute chaos, a victory, both heard and unspoken. And I saw you at the center of it triumphant and strong and if anything of the last few years have proven it's that my feeling was right and i could not ask for a better fay for my granddaughter oh thank you you honor me i will do my best to deliver on that and i know my mother as she looks up at the tree would approve of you as well i will give respect towards the tree. If a bow looks silly, then I'll, you know, nod. Uh, Queen Maple, we take our leave. As you see, very few times you get a chance to see this, you see the, uh, the Autumn Princess curtsy. I will bow. As she grabs the corner of her dress and swooshes it as she turns. Come then, Zildjian. Would you mind escorting me to our guest? I would be happy to do so. And I will escort the princess. Right. As Lord Hi-Hat and the Autumn Princess enter into the kitchens, what is it that they see, Queen Celosia, Sir Vitex, and their majesty, Allium? Vitex is still standing in a proper manner, just watching everything and trying to be respectful of Lady Celosia as she tests the food, but also has an eye on Briar and the badge that he is now wearing. 
trying to keep a smile from going across his face. But just trying to keep an eye on uh, their majesty Allium and uh, Celestios and Briar at the same time just standing proper and trying to look the part that he, he's been trained for forever in a day. You also see Briar off in the corner in a high chair with a bib on and two cheeks full of fudge. Uh, I am pressing a smile right now, just keeping a straight face as uh, I'm seeing that in the corner of my eye. Just Okay, that's happening. I don't think I can keep a straight face. In between bites of fudge, I'm Briar is desperately trying to say like something to the effect of I am not a taste tester. Uh, for the court of for the winter court, um, but it, that is what your badge says. My, my question is, Celest Celestio, the one that's feeding Briar Fudge. I think yeah, she's just paying very close attention to this designated taste tester. <sighs> yes, your their Majesty, it is quite. A Delicious and not at all poisoned once again. Not at all. Why ever would it be? I, I, isn't that what taste testers are for? Well, I think I'm going to be... <laughs> oh, he, here, here, taste tester. Have this pumpkin spice one. I need to know how it tastes. He slides another piece of fudge in your mouth. I'll pat the nearest servant on the back and say, Sorry. The uh, replacement taste tester is here. As the two pop and switch and the badge appears on the new servant's chest and he goes, no, 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 and they go, fudge in the mouth. They're little fairies. The pieces of fudge are like so much bigger than them. My, my appreciation's Master Ziggy and like reflexively... Briar is going to go to a corner and purge himself and then cast mage armor just because I'm he's paranoid at this point. This, do I see Briar vomiting? Uh, Briar will also use prestidigitation to mask the, 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 the scent, the smell, and appearance of it. I, I would like you to roll me a stealth check at disadvantage to hide yourself vomiting. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Oh, that sucks, because it was a natural 20 and a natural 1! <laughs> oh. Over the dead silence, in between everybody else, you can hear the sound of Briar vomiting in the corner. Everybody. And no one else is making a single sound as this is going on. Does Elm hear this from the other room? Yes. I just, I just come barging in. Who dares soil this most auspicious day? Oh, if it isn't my favorite taste tester. And a new badge appears on your chest. Brian just says, no, it is not your favorite taste tester, and I will prestidigitation away the mess I just made. The badge disappears from your chest. <clears throat> oh. Hello, Elm. Uh, hello, my dear. And how are all the rest of you doing on this most fine day? Uh, we're doing all right, darling. Queen Celosia, it is good to see you well. Yes. 
Have you chosen your dress yet? Oh, no. I let the fall of the leaves choose my dress for me. That is wonderful to hear. And Servetex, good to see you again. How are you? Doing well, my lady. And he does bow before he stands back up proper again. And if it isn't their eminence, Alien Marinder, it is good to see you well. May I have your pronouns for today? Why, hello. And of course you may have them. Uh, they're going As to you be... For, you, for, you forget the pronouns you were using today. Thank you. To be. <laughs> oh, you know what? I don't uh, think it matters. Ah, uh, my darling, Granda. Please, yes, a most marvelous trick. But please, give them back for our guests today. We don't. On these days, we don't want to have any of these tricks. Uh, yes, we, yes, we, yes. we want to be in good comfort today. Yes, yes, yes. My apologies. Nonsense, nonsense, Elms. You may have. You may oh, have your pronouns back. While I thank you, you are certainly welcome to keep them. I do have a spare pair ready to go. No. <laughs> well, if you all would accompany me to the parlor, I believe we must leave my dear soon-to-be grandson to oversee the placement of the dishes. I'm just going to casually and, sneak a couple more Oreos before departing from the kitchen. And El Elm will clock that, but just absolutely not say a word. <laughs> and my fair Briar Rose Blackspark, if you would be so kind as to assist Zildejan, I would be most grateful. Uh, Briar sort of flinches at the use of his full name um, and says, of course, your majesty. I thank you. Now, darling Elm, would you please be so kind as to escort us? It would be my greatest pleasure and just stick an arm out ready for them. And she scoops your arm and slides alongside you um, and you all glide off towards the parlor and we're left with Ziggy and Briar in the kitchen as um, Sergey comes back with a fresh tux Sergey, you're just in time to help with the dishes terribly sorry about that Briar I, I forget how compelling the magic is here. That's why I prefer whimsy to anarchy. I, this is nicer than the tux I wore to my own wedding. And he... Well, you look delightful, Sergei. You do. Right. Then he just says nothing, but still seems really uncomfortable to well, not be in his uh... armor. There's no way you could possibly need armor at this engagement party. Don't Even worry. without the word it's... power that words have here, that's probably the dumbest thing you could have said. I mean, when was the last time a wedding went wrong? 
Uh, and this isn't even a wedding. It's an engagement party. Exactly. As Briar um, looks, just kind of double checks to make sure the mage armor he cast on himself took earlier. <laughs> you have you have yeah, mage armor right there? No, not. I have no idea what you're talking about. Mm. I uh, I cast mage armor on myself, and its magic did take effect. But uh, I don't look suspicious at all. Correct. Despite my insistence, uh, armor is apparently still not the proper thing to wear, so apparently words aren't as powerful as I thought. Well, I would say that tux is just as defensive as the armor you were wearing. As your armor class raises. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I agree with you. Very nice. Back, yeah, okay, so now I, I have my, uh, AC. Okay, that's good. Uh, was I allowed to keep... I think he still wears his tattered robe, or his tattered cape, but they, like, cleaned it up a little bit and, like, mended some of the tattered parts of it because it is a magical item. It was mostly tattered because part of his will is to, uh, is for it to look tattered. <laughs> Like being worn, or yeah, being a worn person is like entrenched in his being, or something like that. Um, but it's at this point that Devlin comes bounding around the corner. Hey, 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 guys, 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 I need to talk to you guys now. Now, we need to get somewhere quiet, please. Uh, no one can overhear us here. That, that, that doesn't work. <laughs> here, let's go, yes, to, let's go to Brian's right, room. Fine. Follow me. Try to play by the stupid rules of this place. And it... Everyone, everyone, please, uh, please set the table for us. I know this is a, a real lordy thing of me to do, but uh, it would really help us out. You're getting yes. in the habit already, Master Hi Hat. Yes, oh. my lord. Um, would you um, care to to uh, elaborate on where you would like certain dishes placed, or would you care to leave it up to the kitchen staff? Uh, the kitchen staff was able to observe Celosia's uh, preferences, so I will trust them with the placement of the food. As you wish, Lord Hi-Hat. Might I recommend that you do a once-over before sitting down to eat? Absolutely. I will do that. I just need to talk to Devlin, and I also need to get dressed, and I also need to make sure I pick up Rose in time because I don't want to be late for her. Um, yes, so I, I will do the one it does. It does seem that you only have about 45 minutes, Lord Hi-Hat. Right. Uh, but I, I will do the once over. Absolutely. Great. Thank you very much. Uh, all? Let, yeah, let's go to, let's go to Briar's uh, quarters. As you all head towards number 14, and you all head inside, and... You see Devlin close the door behind him. As he does, he traces a sigil really quickly and turns around. I got I got I got some bad news, Ziggy. Some really bad news. Well, please share it. Um do you remember that that creature that that uh you know my my, my mom kind of had her first foray into trying to create creatures like Dendar creates creatures. The Dupan. Remember the Dupan? Sure. Vaguely. Yeah. 
Um, I, in fact, I do remember it. As you, your memory of the dupe hand returns to you. Um, and you remember that it is this Arctic-like creature with no eyes, a long beak, claws, and a scorpion-like tail, and could sense heat, and lives up in the cold. Right. Yeah. Uh, what, yeah. It, what happened to the person someone... So, someone someone switched out like the topping on a pie or something and she made that as punishment yeah yeah gee uh it was um i can't remember his name i think i, I think that might have gotten erased too yeah. um but that's not the point uh the point is that the dupan is unfortunately causing a bit of chaos um you see, it's attacked one of the villages in the Autumn Court and what? left frost everywhere. Like right now? Like right now. Oh my... Do you see why this could potentially be an issue right now? What's it doing in the Autumn Court? I have no idea. Last I heard that it was in the cold. She sent it to Vittore to, for everyone to them to deal with it. She figured someone would slay it. Um, this is highly problematic. Um, I guess you don't you don't think if I just go on a quick jaunt, slay it real quick, that doesn't count as like a return to adventuring and I'm breaking a deal or anything. Hmm. Nah, I, I think you should be. I think you should be good. Um, as long as you make it back in time. This feels more like pleasing your in-laws than going on an adventure. Yeah, it's just it's it's uh, def defending your kingdom. Right, and I think I think the court relationships. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and you know, you have to make sure everyone's okay, Ziggy. If if word gets out and it it looks like it's a a winter court versus autumn court thing, you you know what's going to happen. Absolutely, and I know this isn't something, you know you would do on purpose, so good thing I always keep it on me and I'm going <laughs> to uh, dig to the bottom of uh, the tuxedo bag and, and pull out my war pick. I will buy you some time. I think I might get my mother started on the appetizers. That would be excellent. I did inform the kitchen staff to sort of arrange things how they think your mother would like them. Um, if it's... I, I told them I would look at it once over. I guess if I can't, or if I'm not back in time, uh, I pass that responsibility on to you. Um, but more important, if I am more than 45 minutes, uh, this, you know, little trek here, um, please distract Rose. Uh, I think you'll find her temperament is akin to mine. I will, I will do my best. Thank you, Tom. Of course. As will I. Briar? Sergey? You look uh, to Sergey, and he already has his armor back on. <laughs> awesome. If... Let's call this a bachelor party. I will slay okay. this creature that would attack the innocent and bring curses home to it. I guess I, I could lift my blade to defend my home one last time. <clears throat> Excellent. Glad I randomly ran into you both. Uh, Devlin, do you know the direction we should be going? 
Uh, yeah, um, yes, it's the it's the village to the the southeast from here. All right. Well, let's make haste. Indeed. If the <laughs> if the tournament happened, I don't suppose I still have those uh, roller derby rollerblades that are super fast. You do still have those, but you have no to. No way. You, but you'd have to go. You'd have to go dig them out of your stuff. Ugh. Like is my stuff that is not necessarily in Arcadia. Oh uh, no, no, it's your stuff that's it's in your in your place of residence here. Oh, uh, not time, no time. Okay. Uh, why don't I bring those everywhere? Okay, let's just go. Ooh, six. Um. Uh, when we get uh, close, I'm going to activate my uh, shifter ability because he okay. he is. <laughs> And you, uh, or actually, I'll, I'll save the full description for when we are closer. Okay. Okay. But yeah, for I, I just want to make that clear that I get that before combat starts. Excellent. Um, I believe you actually, Sergei, mentioned talking to a bunch of wolves or something. Yes. Uh, I, uh... You gotta... It's mm -hmm. not the. It's a little complicated. But essentially, I slaughtered an entire pack of wolves, and as they were dying, they cursed me because. Well, they wanted to live, and kind of what ended up happening is they got permanently bonded to my soul. So now I just have a bunch of wolves in my soul. That does sound complicated. Do you think they could sniff out a Dupan? Um, I guess, um, I guess I or will... Or maybe a lot of civilian blood? Mm. Yeah, I, I guess, uh, can I, like, roll a perception check? Yeah. Yeah, you can roll a perception check. I do have proficiency. Uh, 17. As you pick up the scent of blood, and your tongue, you feel your tongue kind of salivate just a mm. little bit as the wolves in your head are scratching, baying, ready. And and yeah, and I think now is when Sergei begins to transform and you see the like, the human skeletal features on the mask begin to bend as his entire body grows to about eight feet tall. And instead of the human skull, his mask now resembles a wolf's skull and like his body is obviously like or the armor bends to like accommodate his new figure but it is similarly uh horrible that's awesome um and and yeah and he just like uh scopes around you you pick up this you pick up the scent of blood and you start heading that direction Three. And, uh, yeah, and he just summons his great sword to himself. He was not carrying it earlier, he just magically made it appear. I grab my tambourine, and I grab my war pick, and I follow. I will fly after them as, um, do we have an estimate on how long it's going to take us to follow this? No idea. Gotcha. I will hold hey. off on my summoning my shadow blades. Uh, how how fresh is the trail? Pretty fresh. Uh, still warm. Still warm. 
it shouldn't be too far. Uh, and and actually, you you guys will notice that Sergey, um, with his cape active, uh, has a flying speed of seventy. So he flies really fast. As you get fat quickly all the way to the village, you can see that there are several fairies who are all sleeping, dead, hard to tell. Uh, but they're all stacked on top of each other. But there's no obvious wounds. Can, can I, I um? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, can I? Go actually, yeah, no, you maybe you would be better at this. Well, I would like to make a history check for the Dubon and see if this makes sense or if I can, yeah, make a history check. I'll do a medicine check on the pile of fairies, okay? I will give you the help action on that medicine check. That's a 15. I also got a 15. Right, um, for the medicine check, they seem to be poisoned with some kind of sleeping toxin. And there are injection sites on the backs. And Ziggy, you know that the Dubhan likes to inject the victims with a poison from its tail. And then, after they've slept for a long period of time... The muscles are all nice and relaxed. That's when they eat them. I will share this information. This is not good. It's got a, yeah, it's got a venom that can even make a fairy drowsy. No good. <clears throat> Indeed, it's um, not a magical effect then. How many, how many are in this pile? There are about 30. Um, I guess for now, uh, Sergei will pick up one of them he will spend five of his lay on hands and instantly cure it of a poison to speak to it. Okay. You, what is your name? I'm so sleepy. Um, oh, uh, hello there, friend. Um, um, my name's, my name's, uh, Jasper, uh, Jasper Holland. Uh, can I, how can I ask Jasper, you? you were attacked by a vicious creature. What way did it go? Oh. Oh, um, well, I'll be honest with you, I don't know which way my ex-wife went. She just took the kids and left. I throw him <laughs> against a rock. Just <laughs> casually, just... <laughs> take it easy. Take, take, take it easy, Sergey. <laughs> uh, I, I guess, can I do a perception check around the area to see if it um, is around here? Hold on, so you, I, want you to, I, I would like you to throw him against the wall, as you agreed. So... Go ahead and roll your uh, ranged ranged weapon attack. Oh, I didn't. I I meant toss, not throw necessarily. <laughs> you specific. You specifically said throw. Well, well, and, you, were, and, and you are also in the autumn court. Oh, uh, so. ten, ten well, to hit. All right, as you see, um, you see Jasper go hurling through the side of his house. Inside. I lean to Briar and I'm like, you know, once I was used as a ranged weapon to break down a door with a bunch of runes on it. That is quite impressive. Um, I I'm going to look around to see if there's evidence that the creature may be in the vicinity. Uh, give me a survival check. Yeah, that's... That's a three. <laughs> um, I would also like to make a survival check. Hard to tell for you, Briar. Uh, eight. Sergei, uh, 18. 
Uh, you can make out some. You can make out several tracks that looks like the, looks like uh, something large, uh, with three obvious toes, headed to this area, and then backtracked several times, doing that same route, and then walked off, all the way to a cave not too far away from here. I believe it is into this cave. Do you believe that this creature would be able to detect things that cannot be seen? Uh, I don't know if I'd have that kind of knowledge on it. Could I roll? I don't know if there's any lore about it. Um, it's hard to tell because uh, Queen Celosia created the Dubhan, and you know the Dubhan has no eyes, and that it uses some kind of uh, oh, right. some kind of heat sense in order to be able to see. I would know. Yeah, I would know it has heat sensors. Unless you can cool yourself down quite a bit, I don't think invisibility will help. This is unfortunate, but as we approach the mouth of the cave, I have other techniques. Oh, shoot! Would you look at that? My stew burnt. I'm sorry, fellas, but looks like I'm not going to have any dinner for you. But I do appreciate the heels. So, in return, I do have some cornbread from last night that I cooked. Hold on, let me bring you out some to-go plates. We we have something more just, important to do. Go, right? We should just <sighs> Jasper, thank I... you. Jasper, thank, thank you. Thank you, Jasper. But uh I think cornbread sounds delicious. Perhaps no, I don't, I don't on our way out we from a will... random day before we go. Yeah, perhaps on our way out we'll grab some or something. Well, uh, what should I do about the rest of the townsfolk here? Because uh, they don't look too good, if I'm if I'm I, being honest. I do not have enough lay on hands for all of them. Could you just take them back to their homes? Uh, yeah, can you can oh. you just drag uh, them? You know what? I'll 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 I can heal one more to help you, and Sergey will spend another five lay on hands to just kind of pick up the strongest looking fairy <laughs> and. Oh yeah, he he he, he ought to yeah, help. Yeah, this one. Yeah, that 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 that'd be oh, good. Okay, and he will yeah just heal that one of the poison. Oh look at that! Hey, hey Frank, you feeling good, Frank? Oh yeah yeah I'm I'm feeling good. Frank, um, thanks. Our uh, fellow villagers need you. Take them back to their homes okay. and lock them inside. Do not. There's a terrible creature here. Who threatens the lives of you and everyone in this uh, in this village? Oh, Jasper, you didn't tell me your ex-wife came back. I swear, this is <laughs> this is kind of dire, guys. You were seriously about to die. Did... Um, is are are the seasons out of whack here? Can I see that? Do I see signs of winter? No, it's it's uh, you can see the frost on the ground, um, but it's it's like very light. It's not over the top, um, and it's not like the border. It's not doesn't look like that. Gotcha. All right, I will. Um, yeah, uh, Sergey. I don't know if you can get any sort of the. Uh smell coming from that cave. I, I know that the tracking seems to make sense, but I don't know how intelligent this beast is. 
We shall see. Um, Serge will cast haste on himself and uh, enter the cave. All right, Frank, you make sure you grab the feet. I'll grab the hands. And as soon as we get everybody inside, then I'm telling you, it's me, you, couple of brewskis. We just gotta get, we just gotta get old, 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 old lady Gertrude throwing on her Davenport, you know? I'll tell you what, Hall. You all keep everyone safe. Just for you. Jasper and Frank. Two invitations to the biggest engagement party of the year, alright? Ooh, fa fancy. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure, for sure. Awesome. We'll Great. have it done. We'll have it done in a jiffy. Hey, we gotta let you know, Lord Hi Hat, that you know you go out to the river and them walleyes, the them walleyes are biting. If you know what I'm saying, you sure are. Walleye is good fish. You, you just gotta make sure. You just gotta make sure they're biting on worm. They're not biting on. They're not biting on wiener. Sorry, it's that's just the way it is. Hey, you know what? Thanks for letting me know. We're mm -hmm. gonna check the check the cave first, though. Great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow. I think Sergey's gone. I'm gonna follow Sergey. Yes, Sergey went yeah, into I, the uh, thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna. I also <laughs> going to be following Sergey into the cave. Wow, fairies are talking about pleasantries. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to make sure we're even. I'm trying to make sure we're even. Where'd you go? <laughs> As you, Sergey, you reach the entrance to the cave, and you hear the sounds of water dripping. But only a few feet in, you can't see past as it's just pitch black. Ziggy, you have flashbacks as soon as you get in front of this cave. It can't be. Um, by can't see in, does that include those of us who have the, the vision yeah. of the dark? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ziggy, you get immediate flashbacks as soon as you get in front of this cave. It's a portal to the illusionary plane. Al uh, excuse me, illusionary? Correct. By the gods, demons, and serpents. Do we go in? Or... There could be there could be some of each in there. <clears throat> yep. I've pulled a shard of eternity from this cave before. I'm gonna clap. I can kill a monster in it now. Let's go. Alright. And and yeah. I had no idea that this was your idea of a party, Ziggy. Actually, I did, but... It's getting there. <laughs> well, with your fury and my dance, we can do anything. Just be very aware. Uh, don't buy anything from any vendors we might run into. Mm. And follow the wall that's wet. Ah, oh, jeez and crackers, you done bonked her head on the toad. Oh, goodness, she's going to have such a migraine in the morning. I'm doing this to decide if I want to invite them. Uh, no, no. Can your sense of smell help us in here, or is that also? Uh, I, I guess I'll try to smell around. Well, have you headed inside? Yeah, the yeah. We, uh, I thought we headed yeah. inside. Okay. All right, go ahead and roll me a perception check. Uh, only a ten. Um, you can't pick up any sense at all. There's nothing, nothing. to smell. That's all right. Walk towards the sound of water. We need to find the wall that's crumbling. Oh, all right. As you walk forward, you see a fork in the middle of the tunnel. It's laying on the floor. It's silver, maybe plated, maybe plated. It could be all silver, but it is laying there. There's no spoons or knives accompanied to it. It's just in the middle of the floor. Oui. 
Oh, left at the fork or right at the fork? Which way do we hear water? Where where does it seem to be crying water? Um, why don't you go on the perception checks? Yeah, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Cool. I remember I remember a left at the fork, but I don't know uh, if it 18. Um, you can see that the left Ooh, side of the 20. yeah, both of you guys can see the, the left side of the wall is extremely wet. The this condensation the... just kind of dripping down. Oh. But you can't really tell if it's water because you're not really able to discern color. And can I tell if the, it smells the... like water? You can't smell anything. Can I do a um? Man. I, I don't know. We don't have time for me to, to ritually cast Detect Magic on this fork. It's going to be everywhere. It's not worth it. Right. But left was what we did before. Right. Then that's where we will go. And Sergey, I just, uh, yeah, just kind of follows Ziggy's lead. Alright. And as you head further, you see there is a bar top in the middle of the room. At the bar, in a small little waistcoat with a pocket watch hanging from it, you see a chicken. Bark. Hello again. Bark, bark. Uh, again? You know this bird? Yeah. Honestly, I'm pleased to see the bird here. Last time we thought we let out a demon. He's a demon. Um. Bark, bark, bark. Excuse me, noble demon. Did you happen to see a large Bear, owl-like creature come through here. I cannot speak with animals. Uh, could could well, you cluck once yeah, for know. yes and twice for no? Yes. Did it go All right. one, one buck for left, two for right? Okay. Yeah, he How doesn't many... really have interest in helping us. How many uh, exits are there from this space that we are in? There are three. One behind the chicken at the bar. One on the left of the chicken at the bar. And one on the right of the chicken at the bar. Mr. Chicken, demon uh, friend, is the door directly behind you the correct way? It is not. Is the door to the left the correct way? So then the door to the right is the correct way? Well, here's the thing. I don't know whether or not the demon's lying. Can either of you create food or water? Uh, or create or destroy food? Spe- That's not a spell I prepared today. What, what, what do you... Do you want me to just say, like... Bark? Here's some pumpernickel for you, chicken. Is that what you're asking me to do? Yeah, yeah. I think pumpernickel would actually really help our case here. I don't I don't know if the autumn court magic can really actually penetrate this cave. There's quite a bit of magic coming from it. Well, I have one piece of fudge left that um from that awful taste testing. Would you like some fudge, chicken friend? And I will Gesture and hand the fudge to the chicken. You see, nibbles at it. He's saying something like, "You think this is enough to sate my hunger? I will eat your souls and stuff like that." Hey, 
I, I snap. Uh, all right, real real talk. Is the the path to the right the right one? What? Um, just if just we kidding. If is we it the correct one? Is the door behind you the correct path? Mark, mark. Is the is... door left the correct path? Mark, mark. Is the Which, door to it... the right the correct path? Mark. Is the Dupont behind the right door? Mark, mark. If you point the door the direction that the Dubon went, you can come to this party and eat all the food you want. Wait, Sorry, hey, okay? no, you can't. What? No, it's not okay. What? what are you doing? As he, as the chicken jumps off the bar, the bar stool and walks over to the door on the right. All right. right. Okay, I'll tell you what. Sure, but I want you to know if you're not on your behavior, the, uh, you know, the various sovereigns of the, the courts are there and. Uh, you know, it probably won't be great for you. But it, you. It'll be fine, Ziggy. I'm sure I did not make a mistake just now. No, for sure not. You can come as a chicken and that's it. Okay? We have a... Yeah? Mark. Yeah, that's right. Okay. But there's... Listen, there's some great bread there. Okay? Yep. Wait here. So the, the right door here is the correct one. This is the one you walk to. Mark. Okay. So, we go. so yeah, we. I'm going to walk past the chicken. Same here. I guess we go. We go through the right door. As you do, the door closes behind you, and you find yourselves on an ice rink with ice skates on and a spotlight. As you see the Duban rise up on its hind legs, wearing a sparkly tutu. Roll for an issue. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. A sparkly tutu. That is a 10 for Briar. Uh, 15. Or, oh, I guess I would have advantage for haste. 15. Does, uh, does, does it automatically do advantage on, on D&D Beyond? Uh, no, I... Yeah, it just reminds you you have no, advantage. No, but if you right-click, if you right-click uh, the the initiative thing, you can roll it with advantage. Gotcha. Okay. It was too late for me to do that. But let's see. That's a big 13. All right. All right. Well, we will begin with the Dubat. As for you, for you and for all the fans at home, the Dubat has two initiatives. So goes twice in the initial mm. order. Just a heads up. All right. So, excuse me. Do hmm? You said it goes twice in the initiative order. It does. I special stat block and whatnot. As the Dubhan skates towards you, the spotlight following it. You see it jump, do a double spin, and drag its bladed foot directly towards Ziggy. That is 23 to hit. It does hit. Alright. That is going to be 8 slashing damage. Great. That drags um, its drags its uh, foot across you. How how large is the uh how large is the Dubon? Like 
it is this blade it, like the size of me. Yeah, it's 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 te- the the Dubon's technically large in size. Okay. Um, as it's going to make one more with its back foot, which will be that's going to be a miss. That's a twelve to hit. That does miss. Um, All right. Quickly duck. And it makes its final attack with its tail. That is 16 to hit. Armor class 17. Thank you, Ring of Protection. As does that beautiful spin and lands beautifully gliding across the ice and the spotlight following it. As a spotlight shines on you now, Briar. Briar, inspired by the spotlight, will immediately bonus action blade song. Okay. Um, because I, I would like to have a 22 AC instead of an 18 AC. Um, because that's fun. And Briar will draw two rapiers, one rapier plus three and one regular rapier, and will skate um, pirouetting up to the Dubon and begin with a single strike of um, his uh, plus three rapier. Okay. Roll to hit. Uh, does a 14 hit? 14 does hit. All right. That is 10 uh, piercing damage. Magical. Um, Briar will then spin around, and hopefully this will be very effective when we're skating, um, thrust with a booming blade with my, my blade singer at uh, special multi-attack. Okay. A 13 to hit. That'll hit. All right. Um, so that's going to be 3d6 plus 3d, or, well, we'll just do one, so, uh, 11 piercing. Okay. And 8 lightning, or 8 thunder, sorry, and if it moves, it will take another 3d8 thunder. Okay. And then we will bonus action attack with our offhand rapier. Okay. That one's only going to be a 21 to hit. Only a 21. Uh, and that is going to be nine piercing damage. That one is not magical. Okay. And will you, um, will, you de- will you describe how it looks for the audience? As yeah. So um, Briar sort of skates through, um, and the first one's a lunge, and then Briar will do the sort of do the thing where he he pr- he gives out his arms for for uh, for one of the for the booming blade strike to uh, increase his circular spinning and then pull his arms back in to tighten the spin and go faster um, for the last strike. Um. Okay. And that'll bring us to Sergei, who is now thrust, thrust onto the spotlight. She, Sergei has the, uh, the ice skates on and you see that uh, coming straight out of... Uh, Straight out of the top of Sergei's hair is this beautiful flowing blonde mane. It's like going all the way down to the mid back. And you can see that there are there are like really bright lilies that are interwoven into the hair. Braided nice and neat. Uh, I think Zer- uh, Sergei, the first thing he does is attempt to fly rather than ice skate. It does not work in here. Um, can I get within melee with 80 feet of movement? Okay. Yeah. I will skate towards the Doob Hand 
Okay. Not especially gracefully or especially, like, performative. It seems like he's just trying to build up speed more than anything. Hockey skating? Yeah, he's more <laughs> hockey skating. <laughs> yes, that exactly. Hockey skating. Uh, when he gets within <laughs> ten feet of it, he will activate his channel divinity uh, bow of enmity, and he will say, okay. I will bring the curses of the innocent home to you. And just in its head, it begins to hear all the, like, sort of final curses and screams of terror that people maybe had in their head before it died, or before it killed them. And Sergei will make, uh, because he is hasted, three at- and he, uh, see, but let's see if you'll okay. need that. Um, seven, uh, 27 to hit. Yep. I'm going to right now, the armor class is 13. Okay. Um, just rolling to see if I get a crit. Um, and then, let's see, I'll do my other two attacks. Okay. 24 to hit. Still no crits. Um, 19. That would have been a crit if I had my curse up, but I don't. So, uh, yeah, 29 to hit. So all three hit. Um, okay. So for for three okay. hits, I'm gonna also do like three. Um. Uh, should no, nah, I I won't do my my divine smites yet, but I will. I'll just do regular damage. Okay. So damage. Followed by seventeen slashing damage. Followed by fourteen slashing damage. So a total of. Uh, do you need the total or? Okay. Yes, please. A 17, 14. Uh, a total of 43 slashing damage. Magical. As, okay. Yeah, as like a hockey player, he just skates up as fast as he can and then just aggressively starts swinging his sword like he's trying to chop down a tree. Okay. Um, as you see that the dupe hand looks banged up, but definitely... Still a lot of fight left in him. As the spotlight shines on Ziggy. And Ziggy, you see that your adventuring outfit that you once wore when traveling with the Novatori is once again upon you, except for this time, it's all sequins, baby. <laughs> awesome. Um, Ziggy looks down uh, at his uh, slash mark across his chest from the from the blade uh and he's like well i'm definitely gonna have to button up my tux now um and his wings start uh going pretty fast and start <clears throat> pounding out this uh rhythmic beat as he starts to make a duet with the blade song going into his war song as okay. i bonus action rage for the first time since i retired uh can I skate up to the Dubon? Do I have yes, that kind you can. of move? Yes, you can. All right. I'm not wasting any time here. Warhammer. Reckless attack. Or, sorry, not Warhammer. Uh, war pick. Reckless mm -hmm. attack. Okay. Oh, uh, 
we're opening up with a crit. Heck yeah, full percentage on that crit, please. Sure thing. All right, 1D100. For those of you in the chat... I'd say 93%. Oh. For those of you in the chat, here's my crit chart. That's going to be triple damage plus two status effects. Mm. Lordy lord. Uh, okay, as a level 12 barbarian, I also have a brutal critical. I don't know if that plays into this. Uh, yeah, because it, it adds extra damage dice. Would like to describe... Yeah, you gotta you gotta do that. Oh, you gotta do all the brutal critical stuff before you do what the crit chart effects are. Oh, so normally it'd be two dice and then triple, but now I'm doing three and it triples. Well, yep. You're, yeah. Holy yeah. hell! All right. All right. Here we go. Um, can I give a number when I do these things? Uh, oh yes. All right. So first. My 3d8 of my Brutal Critical, that's 16 plus uh, 5 plus my 3 Rage Damage. So 16 plus 8 is 24, or do I triple before or after the status effect? Or not so the status effect, bonuses. You triple after the bonuses. Holy hell. Mm -hmm. All right, yeah. So uh, 24 uh, times 3? Yep. That's... Uh, one second, seventy-two. Yep. All right. <laughs> yeah, I just go ahead and describe this. Go ahead and describe this attack for me, if you. Um. Yeah. So I I break into a rage. My face uh, goes red and uh, almost reminiscent of my uh, blinding fast uh, roller derby days. I I fly down the rink. Um, I tell Dal Cal. <laughs> I don't know how to say my weapon name. Uh, I tell it to sing. Oh, actually, as another... Sorry, forgot about my D4 thunder damage. Uh, as it builds up this charge. Um, and I just rock into it overhead. Um, and that's four thunder damage, so sorry. Uh, 28 times three. Uh, so, so... I, uh, I have a calculator. Times three is 24. Uh, 84. I think it's 80. Yeah, all right. Uh, as a, a thunderclap also rings out from the pick. Um, and you can choose from from two of these status effects. Uh, you can choose two out of these three status effects, okay? You can choose stunned, paralyzed, or deafened. You can choose two. I'm going to stun and paralyze it. Okay. So it is now stunned and paralyzed. Excellent. Um, and I have a second attack. Yes, you do. <laughs> Holy hell, that was one attack. I think that's a new record for damage on me. Still reckless, but I guess it's a uh, advantage anyways. But yep, you have advantage because it is stunned. I, cr I crit again. Oh god. <laughs> Everyone, thanks for coming to my bachelor party. This has been really fun. She can't fun. keep getting away with this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not going to lie. This is hilarious to me. <laughs> it's so much fun. I'm rolling, I'm rolling my, my percentage again. Here we go. Percentage again. Oh, my God. Uh, 69. Nice. This is worse than what we did that to That is triple damage again. Off. Holy shit of moly. No Sorry. Status, but it is triple damage again. Sorry about the Dubon. Uh... <laughs> all right. Dubon, all right. 
Dubon's a beastie. He can take it. All right. Here's my... Uh, can I also just add a d4 to the single roll? Wow. d20 is cool. Um, all right. So that is... Uh, if you want it split up for thunder damage again, as uh, well as... Uh, sorry? You can add it all up together. It doesn't right, have resistance cool. for that. Cool. 16 plus 5 uh, plus 3 rage damage. So another... Um, 24, so times 3, 72. 72, got it. As, boom, second charge. Charges up on the war pick. Right. Um, and I, Ziggy, lets out a, a thrilled laugh. He's as you, a great time. As you can see that this thing is now now bloodied as it. you see that it's got about maybe half of its fight left in it. Awesome. What a turn. Yeah, incredible. Anything else, anything else to your turn, Ziggy? No, I'm staying in this thing's face. Uh, <laughs> All right. All righty. Um, well, that will bring us back to the Dubon. As the Dubon's going to, you know... Be, be stunned. Be stunned. And be paralyzed. Mm. And that will burn that turn. The Sequence stunned. only make me stronger. And that'll burn that turn for the paralyzed. So we're no longer stunned and paralyzed, and it's Briar's turn. All right. Well, I would like to do a thing. Um, I would like to cast slow on. I would like to center it so it just gets the Dubon. Okay. It's a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. Okay. That's a 12. That's a failure. <laughs> so as Briar um, can stop, uh, slows his spinning, he also slows the Dubon spinning as the um, it has a minus two penalty to AC, making its AC 11 if I'm keeping track, uh, and dexterity saving throws. Cannot use reactions, can use either an action or a bonus action, not both, and regardless of its abilities or magical items, it cannot make more than one melee or range attack on its turn. And if, um, it, yeah, and and if, if it, it attempts to cast a spell, it has to roll a... Just a spell. It has to roll a d20 and and try to do yeah, stuff. We, but as I, we I, all know, the Dupan is a level 20 wizard. And after that, I am going to action surge. Okay. And I am going to take um, two, a, a total of three swings. One, regular, one magical rapier swing, one booming blade, and one um, regular rapier. Okay. So that's a 28 on the magical rapier. Okay. A 15 on the booming blade. Okay. And a 25 on a on the regular one. All hit. So that's going to be a total of 1, 2, 3d8, plus 2 for booming blade, and then... A to and then a total of plus 15 added on to the, the result of this roll. For uh, 17 plus 15 is going to be 32 points of damage and 3d8 right. if it moves on its turn. All right. Anything else for your turn? Um, no, I think... Um, well, it can't take reactions. Nope. But um, I, I guess Briar will go ahead and, and rotate around this creature now and flank it with Ziggy. Um, okay. Realizing you should have done that first. So I'm just going to sort of carve my blades around it like sort of like I'm carving in a circle just as I spin around it to give Ziggy some flanking 
And um, that'll be my turn. Okay. And that'll bring us to Sergei. Um, Sergei points at the creature and he says, Oh, one of the most annoying things about wolves is that they can't... They have a difficult time determining when they are full and when they are not. Meaning, they're practically always hungry. And he will use his Hexblade's curse. Uh, so now I have okay. a plus four to any damage roll I make against it. Uh, and mm -hmm. also I crit on a 19 uh, or 20. As, as you're... As you're pointing at this thing, you realize that where your suit was, now there is a really, you know, gorgeous um, lace, light blue dress that goes from your wrist all the way up, and it's just kind of sheer and falls really nicely and neatly past your knee. They... Why? Never mind. I, I, I'm just going to hit this thing three more times and try to kill it. Okay. 18, so close to that, or so close to a crit for me, but that's one hit. Come one on, hit. come on. That's 23 to hit, which also hits, and I'll use my elven accuracy. Ah, dang it. And then one more, please, come on, just one crit, just one crit. Yes, a 19, that's a crit. Percentage on the crit, yes. please. 77. Alrighty. 77, that should be... Triple damage plus a static okay. effect. Um, I'm going to spend two second level slots and my last third level slot to... All of these. Okay. Um, so, let's see. Uh, should I roll the crit separately? Yeah. Yes, okay, uh, yes, so... Yes. So, 16 plus 18 slashing damage. And then, let's see, for two second-level smites, that's a total of 68. Uh, 32 radiant damage, does it have any resistance to that? No, it okay, does not. so 32 radiant damage. Um, and now for my crit. So I roll... I roll a normal attack and then triple the damage, is that? All of the normal damage that gets added to the attack, and then after everything's added, then you triple it. Okay. So... Oh, I rolled max damage uh, there, so... 22, and then uh, my... Hold on, 3... 4 d8s for... Um... Uh, for a third level smite. Yep, that's right. So, plus 22... Oh, sorry. Um, I was at... Okay, um... 20... Uh, let me clear this for a second. Sorry, I'm taking so long. Um, 22 plus 15 is 37. So 37 tripled? Okay. Yes. Plus the 66 that I already dealt to it. That is 177 damage. Alright. Whoa! You want to describe how that attack works? Um, 
again, there's no, like, art to anything that Sergei really does anymore. Like, in their life, they weren't ever really even, uh, like, a fighter. They, they weren't trained to fight. They were just a person. And then, um, the Darkened, like, gave them this magic sword and proficiency and all this stuff. So, he just, as unartfully and as brutally as possible, just slams into it like he is trying to like chop a piece of wood in half or like cut down a tree just brutal savagery there's no art absolutely love it as this thing looks to be on its last legs we're up to Ziggy finish him yes. finish him all right, well, don't gotta tell me twice, but you already did. I'll flip my war pick in my hand. I'm aware of the flanking and I appreciate it, but I attack recklessly. Is there any other way to attack? Natural 20, natural 20. <laughs> no natural 20, but a 19 naturally, mm. uh, which is a 28 to hit. That'll hit. All right. What's your crit range on that weapon, you remember? I don't think it crits on a knight. I, I still... I've been using the first form. I don't know if that's wrong. Um, but let me double check here. You can't You can't tell me that I... Do-do-do. Sorry, I was unprepared for good rolls. This is how Ziggy usually... Or this is different from how Ziggy usually does. Yeah, uh, I think this one only crits at a 20 the way it is. Okay. Um, but that's still... Ain't bad. Um, all right, so that's uh, 12 damage um, from the swing, and then the subsequent thunder damage is another two. Okay. 14 total. All and right. I will swing again. I forgot to roll with advantage, but I will just do that myself. Ah, it was so close to a crit, but 19 to hit. That'll hit. All right. Um, seven plus three, ten damage from the swing and the rage, and okay. a final. This is my last d4 of damage. Uh, two thunder. Okay. Oh, thing, uh, this thing's still up. Cool. I will bonus action. Uh, harmony of pain. Okay. It's a d6. Hopefully that's enough. Five. Still up. Damn. This thing's pretty beefy. All right, all right. Yeah, pretty strong. Pretty. I was feeling good about my first round, but uh, you know. I mean, I did. All right. Uh, I mean, yeah, that was that was that was pretty good. I got to yes. say, I'm impressed. But it's my engagement. Right, and you were it. incredibly impressive too. Oh, thank you. As it, as the uh, the Duban rolls its attack against uh, Ziggy, that is going to be a seventeen hit. Uh. It meets, so it hits. Right, so that's with one skate. The other skate is going to be... It can only make one attack per round because it's slowed. Oh, okay. So that's just the one hit then. And that'll be... <laughs> that'll be 14 slashing damage. Cool. Uh, and uh, that's not halved? I know. I did not have it. All right, cool. As you see, it's slowly spinning through the air. Creating that backstroke. 
on the on on the beautiful backstroke with the with the blade from the ice skate across the chest. And that'll bring us back up to it. It again. It, it'll make uh, it for its it, second initiative. It will be able to roll at the end of its turn to break the slow. Okay. Kind of saving throw with it. The wisdom. Okay. That's a nat one. It's still slowed. Um, as it's going to make its uh, attack for its second initial order on Ziggy again. Uh, with that tail, that's going to be 22. Uh, that does hit. All right. 14 piercing damage, and I need you to roll me a constitution saving throw. Sure thing. Uh, you also um, get a plus five because I'm a paladin and you have uh, my aura of protection. If you're within ten feet of me. Excellent, thank you. Yeah, paladins rock. Yes. Like aura of protection is my right, favorite so... ability, probably in the whole game. It you can help your friends just by standing there. It's so powerful. That is good, and thankfully. You're here, because that's a uh, 14 plus 5 from the Aura of Protection, so 19 can't save. That's a success, as you are not put to sleep. Excellent. And I'm sorry, could you repeat the damage? Uh, that was 14 piercing. Great. As that brings us back up to Briar. Alright, Briar will do Briar's thing, um, maintaining the flank with Ziggy so that he could have advantage. Um, and we'll, we'll deliver our three strikes. Okay, that's a hit with a magical rapier. Nice. Hit with the booming blade. Um, I literally have to not nat one is the, is mm -hmm. the thing. Um, and the regular one, I have a little bit more of a margin of error, but that is still going to be a 21 to hit, so we're going to go back to our 5d8 plus 15... For a total of 39 points of nice. damage. Very nice. Um, yeah. That's Briar's turn as he just continues to spin and pirouette. Um, sl slashing and, and uh, thundering this, this poor creature. Right. As it's still standing. Anything else to your turn? Um, I think I am going to die. No, I think that is it for me. All right. And that'll bring us to Ziggy. Uh, is Sergey not ahead of me? Oh, yeah, Sergey mm -hmm. is. Sorry, my bad. No worries. Sergey, you're up first. Uh, all right. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll keep attacking it. <laughs> all right. Okay. And Good call. Good call. 20 C. Ooh, this one crits thanks to my elven accuracy because he was uh, he was a half elf before he became a werewolf man. Uh, just to be clear, because I don't think I made that clear. Uh, that's a 20 to hit and elven accuracy. I'll reroll. Ooh, that's a 19. So two crits. Um, there it is. The dual crit. Let's see if I can get triple. Um. 16 to hit, which does hit, but I'll see if I crit. Mm -hmm. Another nat 20. I crit three times. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's three times on the percentile. Oh, first percentile. 
25. Okay. Second percentile, 65. And then okay. my third percentile is 51. Okay. So we have one, your first is max damage, and your second and third are triple damage. Okay. So, um, let's see. What spell slots do I have left? <laughs> oh, I have three second level slots. I'm going to use those. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is going to be disgusting. Um, so the first one is just max damage. Okay, yes, so correct. let's see. It'll be 22 plus um, uh, 8 times 3 is uh, 24. Um, so 22 plus 24 is 46. Just that one. And then... Okay. okay. And, then, and then let's see. Um, the other two are triple damage, right? Okay. Correct. So... Oh, wait. Do I re-roll twos? Hold on. Yeah, I do. Great weapon fighting. Ooh! Much better. Um, so... 21... And then... Okay. So... 21... Plus 17 slashing damage for a total of 38 slashing damage. And then... Let's see, it's... Each of those is 3d6, so... Another 6d6 total. Ooh, for another 35 radiant damage, so... Plus 35... Time... Um... Uh, plus 46... For, from what I did previously. A total of 265 damage. <laughs> I wait. You mean it's it, it's not still alive? What? <laughs> after two hundred something damage, it didn't survive. Apparently, that was the magic number. After... It had I had I rolled after being crit, I think people have seven times. Four hundred sixty-five. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Three crits in one round. Elven accuracy just got and it. advantage. Uh, this is a disgusting character build. I'll, um, <laughs> Drian, if you need another <laughs> person to pick for the final fight, apparently it's this guy. Uh, so with uh, Sergei, like on the like physical plane of existence, it looks much the same that Sergei is just able to maneuver super quickly around this creature and like hit it again and again and again but if you were to like see beyond like into the spiritual realm you would see that with every strike another wolf is like biting onto its very soul and ripping it out of its body and with every strike that um sergey lands bringing it closer and closer to death more wolves latch onto its soul and begin to rip the soul of this creature apart as if it were meat and flesh, kind of preventing this creature from ever being resurrected uh, by any significant means, uh, which is why Sergei is the bane of all necromancers. As the... as the field starts to die, the... 
ice on the rink turns to snow. And snow starts to fall where the spotlight turns into a moon. As you sit out there and the dube hand slowly shrinks, the fur receding, the maw receding, until you see a white-haired elven man's body. You can see long antlers coming from his head and just the shrunken, decrepit-looking body with all the scars over it. Lifeless and soulless. What do y'all do? You said lifeless and soulless. Yeah, his soul gone, eaten, devoured by the wolves. It is unfortunate, but Mm. such is the fate of every creature that stands against my sword. Unfortunately, I would love to mourn the death of this poor twisted being that got um, uh, fell and fallen into the grasp of Salosia. However, I think we are on a bit of a time crunch for you, Ziggy. Uh, I do agree, but uh, perhaps we don't. Yeah, leave Sergei the body will the pick up the body and just carry it. Okay. Much appreciated. Didn't want to have to shrink that. Why don't you? Uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, roll me a perception check? Because you guys will okay. be okay. Just you, Sergey. Oh, just Sergey. Okay, that's mm-hmm. unfortunate because I finally did get an actual twenty. Uh, Eighteen. <laughs> you notice a really intricate thing on this body's finger, on the right hand finger, or sorry, the left hand finger. There is a tattoo where you can see the. Um, uh, like it's a very intricate, um, f- like leaf-like design, where you can see like it looks like the leaf is folded over into a band around the ring finger on the left hand. And to roll me a, want to roll me a um, history check? Unless you have keen mind. Me, Sergey? No. <laughs> history check. Oh gosh, mm-hmm. negative one, four. Would you like to point it out to Briar? There's some kind of tattoo on this person's finger. Oh, very curious. Can I roll a history check? Go ahead. See it. Can I oh, give I've, Can I 16. give them the help action by saying like see how it kind of folds around it in the like a ring? Sure. 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 Yeah. All right, roll again. It, it's a it's a 16. You recollect seeing this exact same patterning on specifically Queen Celosia's ring finger. <clears throat> Remember the um, the first husband uh, before the mm. elm husband? No, it's Queen Celosia, not the Autumn Princess. Oh, oh, um, never mind. Um, <clears throat> yes, uh, Connected to the queen, very obviously, by some sort of mm. thing. Might be upsetting to bring the body all the way back to the party, and maybe also upsetting for the body to be found um, in the autumn court. Mm. If you... So why I do not typically recommend desecrating the dead. Mm. I will return for him before I go. And I will, yeah, I will just yeah, lay it here good. and. I'd maybe lay it yeah, at the mouth yeah, of the cave. Yeah, yeah, near the mouth of the cave, but not yeah, outside yeah. of it. 
As you guys near the mouth of the cave, you see the expanse of Arcadia in front of you. As you look around and you see all the wilderness around you, the varying shades of the seasons, the different castles far off in the distances, the winding rivers, the beautiful surroundings. You soak it all in and reflect on the adventures you just had. And you hear, "Oh, did you have a good time in there? Uh, so sorry, we uh, we may have killed all, we may have killed all all the drinks and uh, might not have a brewski for you. But well, I I if you are thirsty, we do have some fresh squeezed lemonade. Um, you know, uh, Gertrude is cooking up some walleye that we did catch, so you do have that, that you could be eating." Um, we do have our we do have uh, our, our our tuxedos that are getting pressed right now, so we will be ready for this wedding, and I am very excited to so, see. So Gertrude woke up. I she did. All right, that's great. Well, yeah, sure. Uh, you don't have a whole lot of time. Yeah, uh, we yeah, we'll we'll be we'll be heading over there right now. We just gotta we 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 just gotta we just gotta take a take a look around. How, yeah, how, sure how long? Ha, how well, much time well, I, has passed since we went into the cave? Yeah, only five right. minutes. Uh, let's cake. let's hurry. No, here, here you go. Here, here, oh, actually, we do have we do have a couple of drinks that you could take for the road. Here, here you go. Sergey accepts yeah, the tiny, tiny glass that he is handed. No, it, it's, oh. it's it's a full on it's a full on silver can oh. with a pop top and everything. Yeah. Much appreciated. I. Of course, of course. You make you you make you make sure the mountains are blue before you drink. Yeah. Right. Oh, right. Sorry, All I right. do not. Uh, yeah, yeah. I do All not right. drink much. I don't go into town much. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Or interact with people very much. <sighs> uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, um. You uh you you all just keep heading on now. You hear? Your hospitality yes, sounds is good. Thank you, Jasper. Of course, of course. All right, now it's a horse apiece, so you better be getting on. All right. Uh, hey, uh, Sergey, would you mind uh, letting me just sort of like hold on to the back of your cape while you fly as fast as you can? You're a little speedier than I you. can do this. Indeed. Um, yeah, he, he, I guess, will just um, put both of them and, yeah, just have them hold on to his armor and then. Sergey flies incredibly fast and you can almost see in his shadow that there are wolves running beside him in on like his shadow on the ground as you make it to the Cortlands you see that there are now 80 or so pairs of shoes in the middle of the in the middle of the uh, floor of the court and there's just several shards of broken glass everywhere. Oh boy. Uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna get I'm gonna get dressed uh, yeah. real quick. I I don't want her to see the the slash marks. Uh, Wait, I, I think I got it. I think that nothing suits me better than this armor. And he looks to like see what happens to his armor, if anything. <laughs> you see that the armor conforms to your body a little bit tighter and sprouts a necktie from it. Uh, does does that work? Hey, sure. 
Yeah, yeah. Look at you learning. I did think you looked quite phenomenal in that sequence, Ziggy. Yes. The, this, uh, it is a shame. Did it? Did it? I, that it I don't back, know yeah. why it decided to put me in women's clothing, but uh, it's good. Hey, they, they suited you just right, fine. Right. They were Sergei's right, clothing. Right. I, yeah, I did not mean moved, to insult well or yeah. mean to offend or anything. It's just it's not something I am comfortable wearing. Hey, uh, that's uh, the cave that's is fine. a little the cave is a little strange. Um, yes, I'll be I'll be right back. I'm gonna go change. Uh, we will stall. Thank you. Uh, I will investigate the broken glass. There is just broken glass everywhere as you see a pair of shoes get hurled through the window. Um, <clears throat> Madam Rose? Um, I, yes, sorry, uh, can I help you? Ziggy will be right out to escort you. Uh, is everything alright in there? Uh, yep, everything's fine, just, uh, can't decide on which shoes. <sighs> no, as small as they are, a single pair of these would have cost me, like, a year's wages. They are quite expensive. The library is is wonderful to work for, but they don't pay much. I've been trying to get some partnerships with it. These are absolutely disgusting. As a pair of flaming shoes come out the window. Uh, do I do I successfully avoid said flaming shoes? Yeah, it goes right in front of your face. You just don't even move. My, it just goes. My wife and I were very poor. Um. No, we were part of a traveling caravan. Um, <laughs> funnily enough, we we too were uh, arranged to be married by our parents. It was just a normal thing for my clan, for our clans, for people. I see. Uh, Briar will sort of touch the box in his, his vest pocket that he has there that he got after the tournament uh, and just think reflectively. The, uh... Hey, hey, Briar, what do you think about these? As she pokes a pair of shoes outside of the gla broken glass, and you see that they have these hydrangeas on them, and they kind of wrap around the toes and then up the legs, like almost like almost like a thigh high boot, but it's not closed. It just runs like 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 vines up the legs. I believe that, my dear, would look absolutely lovely with the dress that you picked out. Ziggy will love it. All right. Oh, hey, uh, you said you had, you, 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 you have a girlfriend, right? I, uh, I sort of. Okay. Yes. Well, um, here. And she is going to scoop up eight boxes of shoes and just place them onto your arms. <clears throat> nope. Um, all, all you gotta do is when you get when you get it near the near, near the foot, snap your fingers, and it'll be an automatic fit. Good to know. They're all enchanted. Oh, and um, if she needs any clothes, just mm. send her my way. I she I will let her know, and I will shrink the boxes down and put them in my bag. Okay. I uh, yeah, uh, I'll I'll pop up now. Tuxedoed up, buttoned up. Aw, there's my darling. You look so dapper. Uh, thank you, my Rose. I, uh, 
Do we have a, a shoe selection? We do. What do you think? And she shows you her shoes, and you can see they look like looks like a, almost like a hydrangea, uh, like actual flower is just right, like vining and wrapping around her leg all the way up to the mid of her thigh. I think that's mm. perfect. I'm glad you like it. Okay. Um, is everybody ready? Ready to go? Are we yes. ready to do this? Yeah. Oh, uh, just about. Um, how how are we on time? Is it do I do I have like five minutes? No, oh, yeah, we got we got ten minutes. Excellent. I will be back as soon as I can, and I'm right, gonna go um, run and give the table a once over. Uh, Sergey Briar, you might you guys probably right. grab your seats. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> as you go down to the table, you you see that everybody is over talking, and you can see that. Uh, you can see Celosia talking with the Autumn Princess, and it looks like the next wedding is being planned with Devlin, fr- like, frustratedly has his hands in his head. <laughs> He's just right there. Oh, boy. Um. Um, and you can see you can see the table is laid out. There's all kinds of things. You, you can see it ranges from the midsection is the meats, Followed by the vegetables, the breads, and then the desserts at the capstones on the ends. I'll throw a thumbs up to any of the, the servers I see. Mm-hmm. Um, and then oh, I'll run and back. So we, we also have the soup cart. I don't know how you would feel about the soup cart. And as you see, there's a little cart that has the soup the soups on it in a ladle. And it just you see it's kind of just there's a attendant there ready to just push the soup cart around. I think I think that's good. I... Uh... I don't. I don't see a. I don't foresee any issues with the soup cart. But uh, have your most balanced attendant ready. Don't want to see any soup cart spills. I guess. And as you all head down, um, Sergey and Briar, you stumble into the rambunctious group of individuals that are the attendants of this engagement mm. party. As the Jasper, and you see uh, his good friend Frank that are both suited up and they've got like uh, plaid tuxedos on and they have striped ties. Um, where's my chicken friend? Hmm? Where's the chicken? Yep. You see, you see, you see, the, you see the chicken in the waistcoat not too far away, um, currently sitting on Devlin's shoulder. You also see um, everyone from prior, you see. Allium, Elm, Celosia, Vitex, all of them. Uh, you also see several other members of the Fae Courts, including Devlin, including uh, some others that you've never met or seen before. You see Empress Kazuya from Nara, who is currently here. And you also see Queen Winter. King Tristan and Queen Maya. You see the chicken kind of flock over to you, Briar. Uh, yes, dear friend. Um, you can have the seat next to me, and I'll make sure that you get a little bit more than they're going to want to give you. You don't speak common or sylvan, do you? Very well. One pluck means yes. Yes. Um, but I understand we need to be discreet. 
And I'll just sort of sit down at the table with the chicken in my lap, I guess. As you say that, everyone kind of looks at you. Oh. Everyone looks at you as you were the first person to sit down. I will uh, I will uh, float back up uh, as as if I had never actually sat down. I was just sort of approaching my chair, but not fully seated. And I will try to play it off like I totally didn't just screw up. I would like you to roll me a deception check, please. <laughs> okay. That is a 15. I am dead, aren't I? Can, can you... Elm just yeah. stares at him. You... You see everyone quietly just looks at you. And the Autumn Princess kind of looks over at Elm and just waits. Uh, I... Well, given that th this is a celebratory day, I guess we can... Uh, be a little forgiving given the excitement everyone I'm sure is feeling yes uh, I am so, just curious yeah. as to where the that chicken came mm. from oh um this fellow yes yes he you have brought a most interesting guest I, you see, I made this chicken a promise and I mean to fulfill on my word like a good proper fay. And what exactly did you promise this chicken? Pumpernickel? As in... Bread. Yes. And why is he at the engagement party for my granddaughter? Um, because this is a very astute chicken of high status from... Uh, um... You know, if, if someone knows how to talk to animals, I'm sure he could totally explain. Um, but uh, he understands, but is, is currently committed to teaching, speaking only in chicken. Hmm. Uh, is this You're an animal? I am almost certain it is not a true chicken, by the way. <sighs> I know. Girix, you can reveal yourself if you wish, or you can stay as a chicken. But you are a welcome guest in this house for today and today only. Briar will mutter something about, and this is why I haven't been back to Arcadia in 60 years. <laughs> uh, Locia just looks around and, and smirks at the situation. My, my dearest apologies, Sir Locia, I... Uh, I do not know who my grandson-in-law has been hanging out with, but clearly some time in Arcadia will do him good. Oh, certainly. As you said, this is a day of celebration. And as seeing that everything is in order, I don't suppose a little bit of uh, ruckus would <laughs> spoil anything that's happening today. My yes. My apologies. Um, as I was saying, my apologies for the rudeness of my guest, Queen Aloxia. You may have his tongue if you wish. Mm. Oh, <clears throat> no. That needn't be. Though thank you for your loyalty. 
Well, I, be I believe it is time for the feast to begin. Yes. Chefs. As you see that um, the chicken elongates and stretches until you see a six foot four um, humanoid looking figure with a really long and elongated beak and there's these piercing red eyes not like a chicken's head more like more like a vulture's oh my you are quite the ally aren't you uh how was the fudge it was quite delicious i'm afraid it did not sate my hunger though well, to be fair, nothing ever really does for you. This is true. Although Pumpernickel gets exceptionally close. Well, I'm sure our royal bakers can whip something up for you before you leave. Mm, yeah. Yes. Yes. I'll, I'll eye one of the servants and uh, try to get our, our friend here some Pumpernickel. In Celosia, it has been Eons, good to see you. Wonderful to see you too. I wouldn't have it any other way. And, uh, you know, you, you being here is, uh, certainly cause for celebration. Uh, and thanks to our friend Briar here for inviting you. Honored to be here, Your Majesty. And thank you. Once again. And greetings to you, their majesty, Marindor. It is wonderful to see you. It's been 3,418 years. Too long. What are the rest mm -hmm. of you doing? Sergei is waiting I for will... the appropriate time to sit down. No, no. Exactly. I am now waiting for every other living being in this room to sit down before Briar sits. I think Elm at this point is fucking with the rest of the people like he's about to sit down and then goes and reaches for something and then is about to sit down again oh wait let me get oh, I just gotta get, oh, okay 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 maybe we can start, oh hey you over there can we get this <laughs> I, I mean all of you would know that Queen Celosia is always the first mm -hmm. to sit down and always the last to stand up. Okay, so I and uh, I do believe Celosia shall take a seat. All right. Yeah, then I shall take my seat. The yes. the Autumn Princess takes hers. Elm takes his. Vitex is waiting for, to make sure that everyone sits before he sits. Me too. Other than the two queens and the king from. Uh, from Avandras, take mm. their seats. Girex takes his. Until now, it is only Briar and Vitex standing. Vitex looks at Briar, does a nod, and then carefully sits down. And it's now, that, now, Briar, that you realize your mistake, as the only open spot is right next to Queen Celosia. <sighs> Which is the reason why I sat down. Um, <laughs> Briar will, um, fly over to 
great Celestia and sit down next to her. <laughs> oh. Well, it was very polite for you to sit last. As Briar will be too stunned to speak and afraid to open his mouth lest his tongue not be there. So Briar will and continue in a very awkward and unusual science for Briar until he leaves Arcadia. She just as, nods and accepts. As the two final chairs appear on the opposite side of Queen Celosia and the Autumn Princess, who are sitting next to each other with Briar on the other side of Queen Celosia and Elm on the other side of the Autumn Princess. And on the other side of you, Briar, for, for your knowledge, on the other side of you is Sergei. That will make Briar feel a little bit better. As, as, as Z, up to you and Rose, what are you two doing as you're getting ready to walk down? Uh, yeah, at that point, uh, you know, I, I disappeared to go collect Rose. Um, she kind of walks out and you see her look absolutely stunning in the outfit, in the, in the dress, her hair done up and everything. And you can see that the hydrangeas just kind of flow all the way down into one seamless visage as she kind of looks at you and says, um, well, how do I look? Um, I will uh, offer my hand to sort of, uh, you know, take hers. Um, and if she accepts, I'll kiss her hand and I'll say, you look beautiful. I uh, hope you don't mind. I didn't brush my hair. I, I love that little mop that you got on top of your head. Figuratively, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, shall we? Of course. Um, I can't promise I'm going to be great at this whole court thing, but I look forward to trying. I don't think I was ever too great at anyways. Um, so I guess we're going to figure it out together, okay? Excellent. Let's just uh, try not to throw anything across the table. Mm. If, we can, if we're going to throw anything, we might as well throw the whole table, right? <laughs> True. Maybe not in front of Celosia. She kind of scares me. Oh, yeah. Well, she's as soft as snow. You just got to be careful not to hit it too hard before your bones break. I'll try to keep that in mind. I will offer my arm out for her to, uh, you know, triangle around. She interlaces her arm with yours, and two you glide down the stairs towards the table. As Celosia, you, in proper fashion, raise your palm, bend your elbow at the 90 degree angle, and hold your palm out flat, as if as if waiting for something to be placed into your hand while the betrothed cycle down the stairs. And the Autumn Princess following suit. What do the rest of y'all do? Sergei... Um, I... Sergei doesn't really move or say or do anything. He just remains still. Does the After the Autumn Princess does this, do the king and queens of Avandra and the other individuals do this or you is notice, it you, you notice that elm does it and you notice that devlin does it but king tristan queen Maya, and queen winter do not 
I, uh, are any of the other guests besides the court royalty doing it? But you're on me a perception check. <laughs> <laughs> That's a six! Yeah, you, 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 you can't really tell. Everyone's kind of crowded around. It's hard to tell. I will, um... I will, I will, um... I will, I will follow Sergey. Um, Sergey, what do you do? Like, um, does he see if anyone other than the royalty? Okay. Roll perception. Uh, fourteen. Um, it looks like all of the Fey are doing it. He, he will, he will motion with just his finger, as if to indicate that he should do it. But Sergey will not himself. Right. Briar will then follow suit um, with the other fists. As those of the the winter court notice a single snowflake appear in their palm, those of the summer court notice a single sunflower appear in their palm, those of the fall court notice a single maple leaf appear in their palm, and those of the spring court notice a single lily appear in their palms as each one's flow towards the betrothed creating we... a shower of flowers and snow are, are we doing that motion does anything no it's it, no it's it's saluted to you specifically right as the two of you kind of glide in what are you two doing as all eyes are on you at this point um, what are you doing specifically, Zeke? I will escort Rose around the table, and I will uh, pull out the seat next to her grandmother for her. And I stay uh, well, standing. Well, you notice that your your two seats are placed on one empty side of the table. So, like, all the seats, oh. all the other seats are placed in a U-shape around the long side and the two short sides, and then you two are sitting right next to each other on the long side. I see. With no I see. other seats there. Gotcha. Um, mm -hmm. I will pick the seat to the right. Okay. And I will, I will sort of, uh, you know, pull it out for, for Rose to, to sit mm -hmm. and I'll, I'll stay standing until she does. See, Rose kind of looks, looks at you. Why don't you roll me an insight check? Oh, uh, Okay. Well, it looks you kind of bewildered, like shocked that you made this decision. Uh oh. But she, but she goes to grab that seat. Hmm. Okay. Can I try to think why she might be? I uh, want you to go ahead and roll me a history check. All right. At least I gave her the warning beforehand. That's a ten. All right. Um. You have no idea. <laughs> Shit. Um. And you can see. But you do see that the Autumn Princess is docked herself, which is even more surprising. Hmm. Can I just sort of uh, lean forward and be like, what did I do? It's too late now, just sit down. Okay. And I listen. As you both sit down and um, the Autumn Princess announces, all hail. Queen Celestia, would you do us the honor of leading us into our first pipe? 
Certainly. Did we say but Sorry, was that bite? Yes, lead us into our first bite, if you would. It's usually it's it's basically you or you pick the first thing to eat. Alright. Well, I suppose we could begin this wonderful day with uh, perhaps a slice of pumpernickel and some butter. Praise to you, Queen Celosia. Yes, praise, praise to the Queen. Thank you. Shall we begin? And praise to you, Autumn Princess. Yes. Thank you. And pre praise to the heir apparents. Praise to the heir apparents. Should the rule of the high hats be long and prosperous. Sorry. As you can see, she kind of looks with that slightly irritated look at you. The, uh, the heir apparents. And you feel Rose kind of nudge you in the side. Is there a problem with that? No, I'm sorry. I just haven't heard the term in a while. Uh, well, I must say, why did you think that we chose you for this most special engagement? I'm, I'm learning, I have, suppose. Have you not earned the right for something like this? Have you not risen in station given your successes on the mortal plane? I suppose I have. Cheers. <laughs> right, you have. <laughs> Cheers all around. Cheers. 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 Shoots a glance to the to the Winter Queen. <laughs> she gives him a, a a rather warm smile from uh, what you've seen of her, and she just gives you a nod. You can calm down, friend. It's quite all right. Uh. Ziggy will press, or not Ziggy, well, Briar will press X for doubt. Um, but <laughs> go ahead anyway. Let us begin. Let us. Um, well, I am very happy uh, for everyone to be here. And thank you all for coming. And I am so excited for you all to join in the wedding. And I know that we talked about having it here in the court, but one of the things that, you know, that I love about Ziggy is that he's very well-traveled. And so I'm going to be leaving it to my fiance to decide where our wedding's going to happen. And if, and you see her hesitate just a little bit, and if he'd like to invite the rest of his friends, so, here's to my wonderful fiance, the hero of Skyward. Cheers, cheers to the hero of Skyward. Cheers, cheers. Cheers. Cheers to the hero of Skyward. Cheers. May the other friends of Ziggy be as pleasant as the ones he has brought here today. And that's mm. where we're going to end tonight's session. <laughs>